This is the Broken Dreams Podcast. With yours truly, Abhishank, and I have a very special guest with me today, Samarth. I've known Samarth for, did I meet you in 2013? 14. When were you in my class? 14, really. 2014, so I've known you for eight years now. That's absolutely nuts. It's been a while. Yeah, and the first impression I have of you is, uh, I remember you being super extroverted and out there, even though you were from like an upper year class. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was like impressed right away because like you'd come from Tesla at that point. Mm-hmm. And my main dream in Waterloo was to go to Cali, like Cali or Bust. Mm-hmm. And so like to see someone from an upper year do it. And then also like I think you'd spend eight months at Tesla, if I remember yep. correctly. Yep. So it was like, holy crap, this guy must be a genius. He's super smart, obviously, but like he was able to land one of these coveted positions. Mm-hmm. And I, I found that out the first day I met you. I don't think we met like the first day of classes, but mm-hmm. it was uh, maybe maybe a couple of weeks, two, three weeks. But like I was like, wow, this this guy, I want to learn from this guy. But yeah, I remember you being super extroverted, super out there. And uh, interestingly, integrated into our mm. class or like wanting to be integrated because i always felt like people who came from upper year they yeah. like uh they wouldn't be able to intermingle properly mm-hmm. but you were definitely one that was trying pretty hard mm-hmm. and that was really good and then and yes. then soon we had we had the end of term party and that was like yep. you were wearing a very flashy pajama thing no it was a sweater it was a like a christmas flashy oh. sweater yeah 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 i think it was um oh my gosh yes it was at that that house right it was at that house uh yeah. who was it uh francesco francesco's house yeah, yeah francesco's house yeah so i, I remember like, that one. Oh cool. my gosh yeah. and then we had like uh before that we had a random conversation where like i was stressing out about uh exams yeah because i thought i was gonna fail yeah the exams and i was stressing out and you were like man just do it just cram and do it yeah. and like i remember that being very distinct because that was the whole vibe of uh waterloo engineering was everyone was just cramming at the last minute mm-hmm. and everyone got it done. So yeah. it's like, if I ever complain that I don't have enough time or like I'm going to fail, yeah. no one had that. So, and if other people can do it, you can definitely do it too. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. I later found out people were taking like uh, a bunch of Adderall to get that done. But at the end of the it's day, college. it doesn't really matter uh, what was happening, but <laughs> you just had to get it done. Right. That Pretty was much. the, but I remember that distinctly because I remember being was that 2B or something? Was that Barbie? That was actually 2B. Yeah. yeah. So that... The hardest term to come into class with. I think 3A was harder personally. I agree. Uh, but 2B was definitely very, very dreadful. Yep. Uh, actually, let's let's go back. So Samar, tell us about yourself a little bit. What do you do now? What did you grow up on? Mm-hmm. We kind of just dived into it. No, that's cool. It's, it, it is good to like understand the origin story of like how we met, right? Yeah. Uh, very like random, I think. I met most of our class when, when I was doing Frosh Week, because mm. I was I was your leader at that time. Right. And then like when I took a year off and I came back, they're just like, "Oh my god, you're in our class now." Yeah. And they're like, "Did you fail? Did you do this?" And I was like, "No, I just took a year off. Guys, relax. You know, yeah. it's fine." Uh, got got into the class, and then before that, actually, so we both did engineering. Yeah. Both did Tron, which is mechatronics. Uh, I went to high school in Saga. Ontario. So mechatronics is just for everyone. It's robotics engineering. Pretty and we much. went to Waterloo University, which is located in uh, well Waterloo, Canada, <laughs> Waterloo right, Canada, right outside of Toronto. It's supposed to be a fairly good engineering school, Pretty one much. of the top ones in in Canada. Yep. And uh, yeah, I I thought I was passionate about it. I don't know. We'll get into 
how how it came to be about for you. But yeah, you went to high school in Mississauga. Where I went to high go? school here in Rick Hansen. Okay, nice. Yeah, have you? Yeah, you've heard of school? Uh, yeah, because I used to play badminton there. because oh. they they were hosting Storm. it every single year. They were very very the, good, and they are, yeah, their really gymnasium good. is. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how much funding Rick Hansen has, but. It seems like a rich, rich, rich school. (laughs) No, no, no. No, because they're huge. Like, the school size is huge. It looked new. Their gymnasium was out of... I think you guys had two gymnasiums? Well, like, we had a a barrier in the middle, right? That would, like, prick it up. Oh, I thought you had one big gymnasium and one small one. Mm. That's how I remember it. But maybe it was just one. Yeah, I think it's just, like... Okay. Divvied up. Um, Just massive gymnasium. Yeah. Yeah. And then... I think you guys held Robsa and Opsa there, right? I don't remember. Okay. I, I was there for a year and a half. Okay, that's it. Really, move, where'd you move to after? So before that, I was in Abu Dhabi. Okay, Middle East. Spent probably most of my life over there until sixteen. Until twenty ten. So were you sixteen at that point? I was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and why do you why do you not have a strong like Abu Dhabi accent? What is the Abu Dhabi accent? I'm asking. Is it is, There's is no there accent. no accent? In no, there there really is no accent. But it's funny when you're there. You are they primarily speaking English in Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. or are they are they speaking Urdu? Or everyone speaks English. You can yeah. you can navigate with like Hindi and Urdu as well because there's so many like um, foreigners from India and stuff. Okay, that, that are there. So what's the what's the 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 native language or the primary Arabic. language? Arabic. It's Arabic. Yeah. Okay. And so was it? And you obviously don't know Arabic, or you do. They tried to teach it to us, and, yeah. and I tried to learn it, but it was really hard, so I, I didn't really get that. Have you communicated with people in Never. Arabic? Okay. Never. Okay. Never, but it's a really hard language to grasp. Right. I can read it, and I can write it, but I don't. I can't like speak to people. Why did your parents come from Abu Dhabi to here? Um, right around that time is actually when the GFC had, GFC had happened. And like employment was not certain, things were very shaky out there. Were they Were they saying, what was the news? Were they going to re- deport people back to their native homeland, homeland, and you also couldn't own a house there? Right. So was that the, the two main Definitely rules? one was you, you couldn't own property. That was a big one. Yeah. Uh, then the other one was that not so much deported, but people just left. Right? But why? Because they lost their jobs, things were like chaotic and whatnot, okay. and everyone was like living high on life, right? Like they bought big houses, big mansions. Oh, your your parents? No, no, like, like not house. us. Like yeah. we were like simple, just middle class people, right? What did what did your parents do there? Uh, my dad was working in construction and project management for like offices and, and buildings and stuff. And is my, he an engineer? No, but, or is he a, like a architect by, by profession oh, from like back in the day? But he's oh. he's doing a lot of like rental kind of work now. Uh, like he's. In the field doing renos? Project management and renovations, yeah. So does he lend it out to contractors or mm-hmm. he's the one who's like painting the walls? No, and... he's the one that, that works with the contractors and gets them to work. Very, very yeah. tough. But let's go back. Yeah, so they, you guys were in Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. doing that. Your mom was in travel. taking care of you? Mm, she was in the was... travel trade at that time, yeah. Okay. Like in the airlines? Yeah. Airlines. Which, which airlines would she uh, Have you heard of Etihad Airways? Yeah, my yeah. mom used to work for Etihad. Oh, really? Yeah, here. here in Canada? Here, yeah. My dad, so my dad uh, started off with, oh, that's a good question. Where did he start off? I think it was Bangladesh Airlines. Okay. Yeah, he always wanted to be in Air France, but Bangladesh, then moved to Emirates mm-hmm. in India. As a what? Uh, he was just uh, like, uh, he was just doing like uh, check-ins. Mm. Yeah, that's whatever right. that's called, like the customer service Not agent. Right. Yeah. Um, Moved to Emirates, then moved to Continental, if you know where, mm-hmm. what that is. Yep. That turned into United. Yeah, the same logo. They, yeah, so that turned into United. They let go of everyone, then he moved to GTA. 
which is okay. the Greater Toronto Airport Authority. Got it. And uh-huh. you know what's nuts about GTA? What? So my dad was talking yesterday or day before yesterday, and mm-hmm. they were all uh, basically it came out how much the CEO of GTA earned, and uh, that that salary is nuts. So guess how much it is? The CEO of GTA. Yeah. So the Greater Toronto Airport Authority. Yeah. How much does do you think their CEO makes? You guess three million, four million dollars, maybe. So you're close. I thought it would be in the hundred thousands. Oh. But she makes two million a year. Not bad. It's insane. Yeah. I didn't. I thought that was only like a tech salary. A lot of traffic. There's yeah. A lot of traffic. And she in. apparently she got that because she was able to meet all her, uh, like yearly targets and metrics. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the full details, but like I was trying to read up on it a little bit, skim it, yeah. and it was it was the fact that, um, she wanted to turn the airport into like a revenue generating mm-hmm. uh, organization and right. they were obviously losing a lot of money in 20, uh, 2020 mm-hmm. but she did I think she set certain infrastructures for transit stations also how people were coming in how they were being monetized yeah. and she was able to hit the metrics that were defined for her makes sense and uh, if you looked at her progression I think she was she was uh, taking care of uh, LA airport like oh. she, was, she owned LA airport I don't even know who who the CEO is, but yeah, I think it's Deborah Lint. Okay. De- yeah, Deborah Lint, I think. But she was making seven hundred k there, which is still an amazing salary. I'm That's like, crap. came here. I think she was making one point four initially in twenty twenty one. Then bumped it up to two million. Dang. That's so a lot. those like that, you could, you basically have, <laughs> like those increments are you have six people's salary. That's pretty solid. In in a year increment, it's a big responsibility though. I agree. I she. It's I I would say she deserves it. It's just hard to think about that kind of money. Honestly, it is very difficult to think about that money. To be like a lot of zeros. How is, how is a CEO <laughs> producing so much value that uh, they're getting paid like whatever hundred thousand dollars an hour? Not that, but like you know, like thousands of dollars in it, an hour. That's actually but, like not that much if you think about it. For like compared to like other businesses, right? Like okay, how much do you think Sundar Pichai makes? Oh, jeez. In income. Because I think she gets other things, stocks as well. Maybe like 60, 70, 80 million dollars. In income? I don't know. That's nuts. I thought he was making low, low millions as well. Actually, let's fact check this. Do you have your phone or did you put it away? How much? What is Sundar Pichai's salary? What is Sundar Pichai's salary? Sundar Pichai's salary. How much is it? Mm, well, Sundar Pichai, or like base salary would be what we might be looking for. I'm guessing he gets a lot of stocks and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So in, in 2020, yeah. he received an annual salary of 2 million. Exactly. As, as well as a 240 million stock package. 240 million? Yeah, right. That's that's what it is. So base pays two million, $2 and then million, everything okay. else in stocks. So I think she also gets like, although it's the well, the airport is actually a private entity, so she she yeah. probably gets stock options. Right. And then they, it's funny, they rent out. So the government rents out space to the airport. The government rents us. the land. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. And then the airport pays rent, mm-hmm. and apparently there was no rent. Uh, due in 2020 government was like mm. no need because you're losing so much Thank money government was, what about yeah, us yeah but um yeah so that was a that's a little story about 
I think we were talking about the airline. So your mom worked for Etihad. Mm-hmm. Did she work for other airlines as well? Or was Etihad the one and only? She, like, the, the, that was the one, like, at that time before we moved here. Did uh, she work in airlines here too or no? She actually came here and worked for, like, a travel agency. Actually, oh. a few of them. Okay. Yeah, multiple. Was that lucrative? Actually, that would have been recent, 2010s, right? Was that lucrative then? I think for for newcomers like like us, when, when we had... M- moved here at that time like yeah. getting a job in the field which you've been in before was like huge dream, dream yeah. come true right like yeah. not everyone gets that that opportunity yeah so we're just like you know what take it run with it we'll yeah. see like where it goes yeah and that, that was a, a ground to like at least is is the travel out. agency something where you're getting paid per hour it's a normal or, job oh it is okay so That's, you get paid a normal job yeah so you get paid like whatever 15 20 30 bucks per hour yeah okay i thought it was like on some sort of commission basis, which would be difficult. It's only if you're in sales and like. But she wasn't in sales. Bookings right? and stuff. She was in sales. Okay. I think that's what she was doing, like okay. trying to get more clients and whatnot. Okay. So, commissions are a big, big like yeah. thing over here. Like a lot of people actually, actually work on uh, commissions, right? Uh, car salesmen, insurance salesmen, yeah. real estate people, whatever. Like a lot of people prefer that. Even actually, furniture sales is like very much commission uh, based. Yeah. You're very, actually... very entrepreneurial, like mindset over here or have your parents been entrepreneurial are they would you call them entrepreneurial they're people? they're hustlers they are yeah like okay. like not like in a go and like launch a business but like they know like you know what to do when things but they usually do they try to start stuff themselves yeah yeah they yeah. have like things happening like all the time right like whether it's like getting an insurance license and helping people get insurances or oh really or like okay. selling like small gift baskets or just like how do stuff. they how do they analyze what uh what's worth their time and what's not or do they just try to grab everything and whatever mm, works not so much no it's not like they're, they're from a very different generation they're not just like let's go do everything at once okay they look at like what the need is right like if they have a friend that's having a party and they those those friends need like gifts to give back to people yeah they're like okay well we'll we'll do it for you why would you go to in- india and get these things when we can just do it over here for you okay so then Oh, okay. That's so not they, they'll, they'll fly to India and get it. It's not like procure from like lo- local sources. If someone's in India that can buy it for us, we'll order it from them directly. And then ch- charge a, a little yeah. surplus. Yeah. Okay. Simple businesses, right? Like that's, yeah. that's, that's the basics of businesses. No, I agree. My, my parents used to, it's funny. My dad's changed so much mm. over the years. So like, I wouldn't, I don't think he does this anymore. Yeah. But back in the day, um, my dad would go to like Singapore and Dubai. Dubai mm-hmm. was a big one because Emirates was obviously housed there. Yep. And buy stuff and then sell it for a for a small surcharge. Yep. Um, yeah, they were they were hustling. I think my dad's my dad's calmed down a lot over the years, but they were definitely trying to find ways. Although maybe it was because of my mom. But um, anyways, so okay, they're they're hustlers. They came here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were sixteen, so grade ten. I was young. I was in grade ten. Rickanson. Was was the education system easier to adapt to here? Far easier, man. Like okay, jeez. Um, yeah, I feel like like no studying required. You knew everything. I mean, I knew a lot of stuff. And even I, even physics, like kinematics oh, yeah, yeah. and all of that. Yeah, you had already done. I'd gone through most of it back in Abu Dhabi already. In in grade nine or grade ten? In grade ten and eleven. Wait, you did grade eleven in Abu Dhabi or grade ten? I did half of grade eleven there and half half of grade eleven here. Oh, so you when you came in, you were in grade eleven already. I just had one term to get like all the the core courses done for grade eleven, and then university. So, math, science, or maths, chemistry, physics, uh, English. Yeah. 
those were like the four. Did you become a Canadian citizen right away as soon as you no, came? No, we 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 lived here in the past when I was in like middle school. So that's when we got our okay our passports. Okay, so yeah. like in terms of university, you didn't have to write the SATs and also no, no. Uh, you were a Canadian citizen, so the tuition was. I'd always wanted to go to Waterloo. So oh yeah yeah wow since a very long time. So the you come here, mm-hmm. you you retake physics, chemistry, advanced yes. functions, calculus, just to get into those. the just to get into the. The system over here, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then do you like, like, if, if, if you want to talk about this, mm-hmm. what were your grades like? Were you just 100, 100, 100, 100? Not 100. They were like 90s for sure. Like high 90s? Uh, low to mid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that was enough to like get me into, into like Waterloo. Yeah. I remember coming in, in my year and like, mm-hmm. uh, Betty met us at the, <laughs> at the presidential. No, like even the first meeting when we got in, like yeah. the first event that was held and he's mm-hmm. like the the cutoff this year was 93.5 percent mm-hmm. and then like uh, i started talking to friends and maybe i was looking at outliers but everyone had like a 96 percent average wow. and so i felt Shoot. like mine was 96.5 but like i suddenly felt like i was middle of the path and they would always say like oh we didn't try to get this like it was super easy yeah. like it wasn't a and like yeah like they it wasn't even like telling me that it was easy but it was like <laughs> showing it like the attitude made me believe that they were right where they yeah. were just like they weren't even going to classes they were just figuring it out and i felt so bad for myself because i was like i worked my bum off to just get, to get this grade over here yeah like my bum off to figure this out to yeah. how to get this and people are just doing it with no effort that's funny yeah. whatsoever similar um, similar feeling yeah so Definitely. i was like damn this is gonna be a hard ride and it was it was worse because i remember asking my mom going in and i was like how smart do you think i am and she goes she goes i think you're smart enough to get like an 80 average but i don't think you're a genius and that really like that hurt me quite a bit Uh, it like it hit me really really hard um but that's that's life it was interesting the the first few years of waterloo were definitely like very eye-opening yeah eye-opening a roller coaster Mm -hmm. and then like even in the middle realizing that like you might not be the smartest and then finding a way around it. Like that yeah. whole roller coaster of like going down and being Pretty like, much. it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. As long as you figure something out, it's just a like with blip you. on the radar of, of, of life. Do really. you, do you know you wanted to go into uh, mechatronics engineer? No. Okay. No, I, but you knew engineering. How'd you know you wanted to go into engineering? Mm. So actually I wanted to become a pilot. Okay. All the way till grade. 10 actually and your parents were supportive of that well they were more practical right they're just like a pilot is what they fly planes and whatnot like that's okay what is the progression in a pilot's journey yeah but don't they get as they climb up the ranks as in like as they become uh i would assume i'm maybe you know more of this but entry mid senior and then longer and longer flights doesn't their pay scale go up starting off from like 90k mm-hmm. then to 100 200 yeah i think some Salary. of them are making like two to three hundred when they're doing long flights Sal- to india salaries do change a lot like for yeah. sure earning earning more over time is there for sure but like when you have an en- engineering degree it just gives you a lot more options right you you end up learning certain skills that open up a breadth of options for you to pursue down the line that's what my mom said yeah and, and, and it made sense because I was like, logically, okay, fine. If I go, go and become a pilot, what happens when things don't work out, right? What can you pivot to? There's yeah. very few things. Yeah. So 
And then when I was looking at engineering, I said, okay, mechanical, because I was very like hands-on tinkering with toys, unscrewing things when I was really, really young. Okay. Like just breaking things apart all the time. Were you, were you in, um, like, uh, first robotics and stuff like that in high school? I did that? robotics right when I got here and I was like, oh my gosh, robotics is awesome. Like I got to do this. Like in high school? Or yeah. Yeah. At, 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 uh, at Rick Hansen. Rick Hansen Lake. Okay. And were you doing the mechanical side of things? I was doing as much. Were you doing like AutoCAD and stuff or? I was doing so primarily hands-on primarily hands-on stuff just like helping on the team really like learning the ropes of, of the team right because it's it's yeah, it's a new country new it's a full-on like yeah organization within the within the high school so yeah. gotta like see you know what's going on what opportunities are there where can you add value and just like go and just say okay fine i can help build this design this sell this whatever it is yeah. uh and then robotics was like i think just having extracurriculars like frisbee like this like sports and whatever else was a big help to get into Waterloo because you know did you did you fall in love with robotics when you were in the first robotics or was it like this is cool I don't know if I'm in love with it though I was very much into cars okay yeah cars was always my thing and I was like I love cars and I want to work on cars you want to design cars like, Des design build race whatever it is yeah. and then like that's sort of where like the whole aspiration to go and work at Tesla came in because I was like they're like the hottest car company even mm -hmm. now actually which is funny yeah. after like eight years of us meeting yeah. um and and i was like oh i guess i guess what you're saying is that's abnormal for a car company yeah it's like pretty surprising right that it's it was hot back then and it's even hotter now mm. it's crazy that's a good point there there might not be another car company that's able to replicate that kind of hype yeah because i guess they've always been at the forefront of technology pretty much and also elon musk is uh one of the biggest celebrities in the world captivating charismatic celebrity entrepreneurs and whatnot yeah yeah definitely he, he would be the biggest and so maybe just off his name tesla is able to They're ride done. that decade basically it's right? it's been like a long time and i'm just like wow like it's very impressive you know that a company without even like marketing anything like no ads nothing i mean he's marketing yeah he's, crazy like if you ever he is yeah i saw him on the uh the nelk podcast mm -hmm. yeah and very uh, very left podcast for mm -hmm. him, right? Very left podcast. Mm -hmm. But I remember him talking about full self-driving and autonomy. And that man was talking like Tesla was at a level five autonomy with no, no, no driver required. Put about the door. We don't need a, mm -hmm. we don't even need a remote monitoring system. Yep. Like he, he sold it. Mm -hmm. Like it's a perfect technology. Yep. And then when you actually go sit in a Tesla level three, Level two and a half, three, maybe three and a half on the on a good day, like probably the most advanced though out of all cars out there. Yeah, that's fair, but very, very different than mm -hmm. what he markets it. Oh yeah, and he markets it all the time, right? Yep. It's perfect technology. Yep. To where it's at, you're you're way far away from like like even like um, I know a couple of people who have a Tesla when they drive. Mm -hmm. Hands around the wheel. They're looking out for everything. Yep. If they ever took it off, Tesla's crashing. Yep. Right. So it's uh, that man. They might not have a a huge marketing budget, but he's marketing it crazily. He's that's the vision, right? Like yeah. And his vision is sold. Like mm -hmm. he's not saying we will achieve this in 2025. Yep. He says we've already achieved this for the past couple of years, and psychology. people eat it up. Psychology, like, man. Yeah, but people eat it up. It's it's crazy. I he might be one of the only ones. Very uh, few. Who can who can do that kind of stuff? After, after jobs, I think it's him. That's that's going to be the one that's okay. So you wanted to you wanted to do cars, mm -hmm. um, get into Waterloo, 
why mechatronics and not mechanical engineering then? Uh, so I did not get into mechanical. That's really that's the first thing. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's a one year difference between your class and my class. Mm. What do you mean? Like I came in in 2012. Yeah. Were you 2011? 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, that that flipped drastically because Tron was uh, impossible to get into. Mm -hmm. Mechanical was an early acceptance for me. Yes, and so so it's like I actually got yeah. into so I had I had mechanical, yeah, uh, chemical because I thought that was very close to mechanical. Oh really? At that time, that's what I how I used how to do think. You think. How do you think it's? Close? I don't know. I was just like because mechanical is like. I don't, I don't know why, but at that time, my thinking was, okay, mechanical, then chemical, and then, and then like Tron or side, okay. right? Cause I put Tron and side, like right next to each other. I was like, they're both basically the, the same programs roughly and either of them would be fine. So uh, I didn't get mechanical cause it was too, too, too full. Uh, they had like, I think 300 kids at that time wow. with like two classes yeah. or two streams. And, uh, and then I got into chemical yeah and then i came in and like the first day i was like man i feel so out of place here i was like i was like sick of it like the first day itself and i was like i, I, I gotta go change what was why do you feel out of place um you just feel it in you right you're just like yeah this 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 is not it's not like my my tune like it it doesn't like rhyme with me at least because there was too much chemistry in biology Sort of, yeah, because it was like it wasn't exciting because it wasn't about cars, it wasn't about machines, it wasn't about robotics oh, or electronics true. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, which so, is what you wanted. Yeah, uh, let's go back a little mm -hmm. bit. So, were your parents when you were growing up? Were your parents like really strict, helicopter, or were they like easy, do whatever you want? Did they watch over your grades? Not at all. Uh they didn't have to really as such. I was just doing what I had to do in school. I was I, I was doing fine in school even back in like nineties. Yeah, yeah. I was, doing, okay. I was doing pretty well back there as well. Okay. Uh, and so they, they were like, this kid's really smart. We don't really need... Do you have a brother or sister? I have a sister, yeah. She's older? She's older. Do you think that helped quite a bit? Because they had... Not at all. That they had... Uh, some people say this, that like mm -hmm. when you have the older son, mm -hmm. uh, the parents kind of experiment uh, <laughs> on the older one and they're like really figure out what to do and what not to do. And no. then the younger, younger one usually gets a lot more freedom. Oh, no, I think they gave both of us, like, pretty much the flexibility to do, like, whatever we, what does she we do? wanted to pursue. She's in business administration, so okay, nice. she works as a project manager now. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and so for me, it was, like, when when I wanted to move into, like, mechanical stuff, my mom was like, oh, like, have you thought of oil and gas? Because it made a lot of sense, right? When, when you're in the Middle East and you're surrounded by people who are getting insanely wealthy off of oil, like... Like, even working in oil or oh, yeah. owning? Even working in the field. Or like the field like the petroleum or... engineer was making how much was Oof, were they making in Dubai? This is like wow, like more than like 150, 200 k. That's a lot. Which yeah. is a lot, and this is in dollars. Yeah. So like that's a lot of money for. And is it a is the cost of living lower there? It was pretty low actually back then. Oh, so two hundred was like you are. Oh, you're like yeah. set. Yeah. And you're only working a few months of the year, right? Because you you go on the field for is it eight months a year. Uh. So I think it's broken up. You go on field for, th uh, what is it like six weeks and you get two weeks off or it's like one third of the year you were, you're basically off, right? Cause the field is very, um, like costly on the body. It's oh, a lot really? of like labor work. Yeah. But it's, but it's a, a really well-paying gig. So long-term you think these people 
would suffer in the older age? Do you think they would like develop arthritis at 50 instead of 60 or 60? Possibly. Possibly. Do you think those things happen? But they get a lot they of might develop benefits. cancer because of maybe, maybe because of the the pollution. Possibly. Yeah. I wonder if if that's the case or not. Because then you really think about whether it's worth the ROI. Because mm-hmm. yeah. right now it definitely seems like why wouldn't you do that? That sounds like a dream career. Yeah. And and a lot of people still do it, right? Like we still get oil and gas every, every single day. I think maybe because like the the studies never have been published or they're never well known kind of thing. Those who are making money are just there making money. They don't they don't really bother, right? Yeah. Um, so your your mom said, "Why don't you go into that?" Yeah. And then what did you tell her? <laughs> so that's sort of why I chose chemical next because I was like, makes sense. Choosing a path of mechanical or chemical can sort of get me into. Was there petroleum engineering at Waterloo? No, there wasn't. There wasn't, but but it was at U of Calgary. Okay. And I was looking looking at that program quite a bit. Yeah. That was the only one I was looking at, and I was like, being you, around, you don't like uh, like you thought University of Calgary wasn't a good enough university to the work really experience would have been them. yeah. I think a lot of people like went to Waterloo just like us to work co-op. because of the co-op program yeah, which is huge. Um, getting to see yeah. like actual applicable knowledge is yeah, six, golden. Six terms. Like I remember back, I don't know if I believe in this anymore, but mm-hmm. back in the day when you thought of six terms yep. uh, or eight, six to eight, I think it was, mm-hmm. uh, six terms or two years of experience on your resume, you were like, that will get me so far ahead of everyone around me. Yep. And come to helps. realize, come to realize when you get into workplace, a <laughs> lot of them don't consider co-op as a, as real work experience. Ah, uh, so, 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 so. Being an inter- in- intern is a different story for sure. Yeah. But like just getting the lingo of how to be in a workplace. I agree. Dealing with people. I agree. Politics. I think personal development, it's huge. Yeah. It just externally, I thought uh, they would appreciate it a lot more. And, mm-hmm. and from my personal experience, they really were like, yeah, internships aren't. We don't even look at that, honestly. That's I value it a lot important. more now. Honestly, I, I, I do value it a lot more now. Than oh, before. yeah. Yeah. Your internships. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you get in, your mom says this, you look into petroleum engineering, mm-hmm. you want to go into mechanical, don't get in, go into robotics. Were you also applying to UFT and stuff? Uh, yes, yeah. I, I applied to UFT, I, I, I did not get in there. Okay. I applied to like, track one is what it was. Was it engineering science? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, track one was like general first year that you focus on. Oh, wow. Whatever so you're, yeah, your like, app admission process is opposite of mine. Why? Because, um... Like, engineering science was early acceptance. Okay. Waterloo Mechanical uh-huh. came a few months later, like two, three months later. Okay. And Mechatronics came in last. Wow. The very, very last. Okay. So, uh, engineering science seemed, even though it was like the hardest program to complete, pretty much, it yeah. seemed like the easiest to get into. And then Waterloo Tron was by far the hardest. Whereas yeah. for you, yeah. Tron was the easiest. All the other ones were the hardest. Correct. So within a year, it seemed like completely flipped. It's the only one that had availability, actually. Wow. Once I got into like engineering, I was like, okay, I'm not doing chemicals. So what options do I have? Yeah. And I went to the office and I asked them. I was like, who are you? Was it Carla Daniels back then? No, no, no. no. This was... Oh, they're... they're the they're first engineering office, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're just like, well, mechanical's full. Yeah. Systems is full. Yeah. Uh, Tron's available. And I was like, you know what? I'll take it. Yes. I'll, I'll take it and then I'll just get my grades and in a year I'll switch out. Because you wanted to switch to mechanical. Mechanical, exactly. Okay. That never happened. Be- uh, because your grades weren't high enough or? Because I fell in love with the program. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Like 
so so funny so once i switched i was like i want to go see what what a lecture is like yeah and i came into class and it was like we flab you guys were there betty was there oh no it's like my was it the mt100 my old class yeah, okay. yeah was it sorry was betty the prof or was it mt100 where you were doing the uh engine section drawings stuff? yeah all was it that all of it was oh you you did the whole course. day instead of just one lecture yeah, so I said, like, I want to go and see what it's like for, like, one okay, day. Okay, got it. Uh, and that was, like, coincidentally, like, the first class I ever, like, walked into in mechatronics. Yeah. And they were learning, like, how to draw, and, like, they were looking at cars and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, this is exactly where I have to be. Yeah. And it's like, just, 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 just go for it. I wish, yeah, I wish, um, I wish I had that attitude in, what? in the, the first few months of Waterloo. Which attitude? Of, like just soaking it in and really enjoying the experience rather than like focusing on mm-hmm. I need to do well yeah. at the end of the term so I'm going to like really fo- hyper focus on grades so that was that was a big having because I, I think if I really sucked, soaked it in and mm-hmm. enjoyed the experience I would cherish it a lot more and I'd enjoy yep. it a lot more yep. so you fell in love with the program go through uh, so what was your first co-op I was in a factory okay a car factory actually oh, they, nice. yeah which was so weird. Waterloo hooked you up with that job? Yes. Okay. Um, did you like it or was it like a this was like, job? This was after school ended, after everything ended. Uh, this, this one employer out like north of Newmarket were just like, hey, yeah. we, we have 12 positions we need to hire co-ops for. Yeah. And I said, okay, fine. Just take my resume, whatever. And it's like, okay, fine. You're on board. You know what's interesting? When I was going into Waterloo mm-hmm. or even when I was in Waterloo, it mm-hmm. always seemed like they, they make it seem like they're handing out jobs. <laughs> But the reality of the matter is that especially when you're in first year, a lot of people are going like at the end of the academic term. Yep. After that. Yep. And then really, uh, really struggling to find anything and everything. The first year is the hardest one. And the drastic difference between what you end up with mm-hmm. and what Waterloo promises you yep. is massive. And you're like, is this what co-op is? <laughs> like, is this how bad it is? Wait, this is what I came here for? Yeah, like, I could have got this with my parents. I know. I could have reached out to these people and got a $15 job. That's hilarious. Right? Yeah, that's exactly. Um, but yeah, so Car Factory, did you enjoy that experience? Were you doing any mechanical design? Thing? I hated it. Okay. Every single there day, There was no I hated mechanical it. design. There was no mechanical design. Okay. They, they pr- promised me one job and they put me in, in a different job. Okay. No engineering, no nothing, just labor work on a factory floor. Yeah. Period. I was like, Damn. did you complain or no? What? Did you complain to? I did. Yeah. To Waterloo. And to... what did they? Do? I did. I... Oh my gosh, dude, you're bringing back all these. Yes, I did actually. And like to the the person who used to, like there was a person who's your advisor who comes yep. to your job twice. Exactly days, that right? guy. Yeah. So you complained to them that yep. you're not. And were you very blunt or did you like? swerve around the topic. no i was like we're not doing any engineering work we're just straight up fa- factory workers here and then what did what did she do uh so they came in i think one month before the the term ended right just to get like the feedback and stuff and they're just like yeah like you know you're almost there just like oh, one more month no worries oh so they didn't take any action, no right? yeah like, what are they gonna do right yeah the, they're there for us but really the employer they also want to like keep a relationship with the employer because then future co-ops can go there I learned that I learned that in in my uh, like it was three three B or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to negotiate a salary mm-hmm. where I all my classmates were doing it. Yeah. Um, I tried to negotiate a salary and they revoked uh, 
they revoked the offer and then they wow. kicked me off of JobMine. What? And when I called in, it was like a huge fight. I was able to get back on JobMine, but I couldn't find anything wow. at that point because it was too late. Like they took months off, uh, like months. But I learned the fact that Waterloo really only cares about the 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 employer because the employer relation is what that funnels yeah what like one employer can fund 10 20 30 kids yep right so that's way more important than one guy one student one random yeah one whiny student that's going to be like exactly that that was trying to negotiate we have thousands of them that come in every year we don't care about that exactly so that was uh yeah you're absolutely right they they usually do favor the 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 employer's side I'm and then that helps that helps my side I yeah I, I thought so but that was the the reality of the matter so yeah first term you have the factory mm-hmm. what do you do the second term uh the second term i got a job during exam week actually i got a, like on the last of exams i i got a job in ottawa and this happened because the was it hard to interview and have exams at the same time or? no actually like that term i had quite a few interviews I learned to sort of game my my resume for jobs, and then were you just trying to match the job description? Pretty much, like whatever I and could that put on there. Yeah, it actually worked really really well. Yeah, pro tip whoever you are. Yeah, it actually does work. Getting the foot in the door, absolutely. And it's in your hands to talk the talk and do the part. Um, what's funny is I, I got the job offer last year of exams after we got back to my res, and then. They said that the reason I got the job was because the person that got the original offer did not accept it in time. Right. And I was like, perfect. Like, I'm going to move to Ottawa, do all these things. Right. My friends were all moving to Ottawa, actually, that term for work. Oh, nice. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to be with them. Right. And then they call me like an hour later. They're just like, yeah, I'm sorry. You can't get this job. Because the person accepted the offer? No, because the person that didn't accept it in time reached out to them and said, hey, I didn't accept it in time, but I do want the job. And I was like, what the hell? Like, you snooze, you lose, right? Right. And uh, yeah, so they, they took away that job and it was a really good job too. Um, and then I was again unemployed for a month. Right. And then I I was interviewing after exams finished. After, after I moved home, I went to like IBM, right. various places in GTA and then ultimately at the very end. Was that through JobMine or was that by yourself? Like uh, mostly on my own. Mostly on my own, yeah. Applying to we- directly through the website. Directly to jobs, reaching out to like recruiters and stuff. And just for an internship, like three just months, for an internship. just give me three yeah. months. Yep. Okay. And then I got BlackBerry for some reason. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. For three months. For for three and a half months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And were they? Uh, do they pay really well, or did they just pay minimum? Honestly, at that time, it was a lot of money, and I was like, wow, like I'm I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. I was no, like, that's Damn. that's that's insane that you were able to land BlackBerry by yourself because mm-hmm. I think when I when I came into Waterloo, like it was even a month before frosh week or anything mm-hmm. it was like that thing yeah the whole atmosphere and how they did the the walkthrough and stuff was we can get you into blackberry <laughs> right that like they being like really waterloo felt, i really felt like it was like waterloo engineering mm-hmm. co-op program can get you into to rim and blackberry That's, it is dude like i mean yeah they i guess, had so many jobs back then online too i guess i guess that makes sense because like yeah would you have gone blackberry if you weren't a waterloo grad uh, like a waterloo Honestly, student I, I doubt it and they were i guess i guess that's a fair point like the name gets you blackberry but it just seemed like right it's there. like you were able to independently find blackberry even though waterloo is 
promising this. I really dream. wanted to work there too. I was like, yo, this is a next gen innovative company. I want to work here. Absolutely. So you get you get BlackBerry for three months. Is yep. that the best experience ever? This is your second co-op. It was a great second co-op. Yeah, and I was doing software QA, which is amazing. Yeah, and I was like, this is awesome. I was working on BB10 that time. Yeah, BB10 like what? This is 2012. 2012, actually, yeah, the winter, the winter, winter term, yeah. Wow. Was was iPhone drastically outselling BlackBerry even in 2012? Um, I think there was quite a few Android phones out. iPhones were out at that time also. I still oh, it might, it might have been. I mean, this this might this could probably be the case right now. But mm-hmm. I think it, uh, I read a stat around those years where it's like Android was still dominating the market. They had yeah. like sixty percent share. They had a big market share for sure. Yeah, because they had they're always on like every device, right? Uh, I think it was the U.S. market specifically, which mm-hmm. was shocking. I think now they still have over fifty percent, but it's in the global market. Right. The U.S. market, I believe. Don't quote me on this, mm-hmm. but it's dominated by iPhones. So that switch did occur. But uh, yeah, so BB10, you're working on it. Mm-hmm. Three months in, do they give you a return offer? Uh, they were open to having me back, yeah. but I was not willing to go back. Because mm-hmm. I, I, not, I, I was doing just QA and I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I said I want to go more into like mechanical stuff anyways. This was just like an op- opportunity that came up and I was like, let's just go for it and, and see how it And this was software QA, I'm assuming. Software right? QA, just yeah. opening, closing apps, running scripts, you know. Yeah running batch files, whatever, that kind of I stuff. I did that for CBC Canada and it was, it was interesting. Uh, I mean, it was cool, right? I was like, it was cool. I got it to was, see it. Like, it was cool. It was very chill. It was, it was a very, I felt like it was the most stress-free job it out was, of all my co-ops. I agree. It was like nine to five. Yeah. People would come at like nine, chill, have lunch, go yeah. for coffee, this, that. Yeah. They had a cafe, beautiful office, by the way, here in Misaga. Yeah. Um, I got to live at home, which was awesome. And then, yeah. And then what was, was your third, third co-op then? So once I went back from BlackBerry to two, A. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went back into. Did you really enjoy mods in two A? Mechanics of deforming. Mods was fun actually. Yes, it was. It was a lot of fun. Was that your, the favorite course you'd taken up to that point? No, not for sure not. Or statics. Not even that. And? I think my. Oh, MT one hundred, right? The design mine? course, yeah. My favorite course, I think, would be Bet one, Bet three hundred. You taken that in two A? I no 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 I, I I took that in fourth year. Right, I'm saying yeah. Up till that point. Oh, um, up up until that point. Because you were you loved me- uh, mechan- mechanical stuff. Two six two digital computation was fun. Okay. Yeah, we learned like PLCs and ladder logic. So do you do you think about switching more into like controls? I get yeah more into controls. I did. Or it was just fun as a. Course, it was just fun. It was like it was so cool to see like latching on and off and this and that. Like it was really absolutely cool. like. We had a traffic light project. I don't know if you guys had that or not. We had that too. But I was like, that is so cool. You, you can like program uh, traffic lights in factories that way. Yeah. So that happened. So went back for t- 2A. Uh, midway through 2A, I get a... No. Actually, actually, no. So I did 2A. And then I got a co-op job. What was, what was my third job? Okay, that's that's where I think things change. So I do 2A, I was looking for a job, and then the role was from the summertime, the, the summer term, and I didn't get a job until like later on anyways, and Tesla had reached out at that time actually. Oh, they reached out to you? Yes, because I- How did they reach out to because you? Because I had applied multiple times in the past. Okay. I was like, I really want to work here. Okay, and they, you had BlackBerry on your resume when I, you were applying, or- I had BlackBerry pre- 
BlackBerry. I had BlackBerry. All your job applications. I had the Car Factory thing on my resume, and I had okay, um, very in line with them then. Like Formula Hybrid racing team stuff on on the resume as well. Were you heavily into Formula One racing? Not that much. Okay, but it was it was something that you could put on your resume. Yeah. yeah. Were you were you spending an hour two hours a week on it? Oh yeah. Least? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like over the weekends or something. Just like weeknights or whatever. I was actually there more than class, so I was like. Oh, okay, so were you, like, when you were there, were you doing class stuff or were you doing their stuff? I was doing design stuff. Oh wow, simple small things here and there. But that would be hard to manage for me, like class and mm. then class and then trying to catch up. What I learned in class was so difficult that I don't know how people manage the, the hybrid one. It is a lot, other. right? It is a lot, but I feel like unless you just like don't care about class until <laughs> time at all yeah just then that would make class. sense and you're able to like put that pressure off completely yeah i, th- I think having that outlet was helpful in like managing the stress in general were you were you working uh hard during the term or working at all I actually really? i actually had a job as well when i was working oh you were okay i was working also on campus for what were you i was doing like resnet I, it support stuff full-time uh part-time Part-time, so yeah. 20 hours a week. 20 to 24 hours a week. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. And why were you doing that? Just for fun. Just for fun? Were, what, do your parents uh, take care of your university fees or did you have to fund um, yourself? They were helping. Yeah. I was I was getting grants whenever I could. Yeah. I did take OSAP, of course, to get through it. But did they did they tell you that like, you, like you're going to have to pay back your OSAP or were they like, we'll cover your education for you? Uh, or that conversation wasn't explicit. Really, like we just never had that discussion. Got never had that discussion, but I was like, so it was like, I just wanted to earn. Money. I just wanted to earn earn money to like, you know, sustain yourself and have the sustain myself. Yeah, I have have the ability because I had a, a bank account. I was like, I want to be able to like put my own money in there. Yeah, that I earned through like so hard work doing, or whatever. Yeah, that's intense. You were doing ResNet. You were doing mm-hmm. uh, what hybrid? Hybrid. Yeah, yeah, hybrid. That's the only one. School. Yeah, school. Did you have a social life in in Waterloo? Like, were you going out to fills and not fills, but like I was, yeah. I was enjoying with friends. Like, we'd go have drinks or whatever. On, po- on a weekday, post exams, yeah. like we'd we'd have house house parties and whatnot. Okay, so you were able to manage like four or five things all at once. That's I didn't. Impressive. I didn't do that well in school up up until third year actually. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I just like I was like. So you got Tesla in second year. After two A. After two A. Okay, so you what what position is Tesla? What do you mean? Like, what position did you get? Oh, uh, I was in manufacturing test engineering. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And, um, okay, so tell me about that experience. That was crazy. Uh, I was this th- is 2013? 20, jeez, yeah, it's actually 2013. And is that when we know about Elon Musk or not yet? People, or is he like... He's like he's like on on his way up, right? He's like... He's on the radar, there. but yeah. not everyone... Uh, <laughs> but we know Tesla's for sure, though. Apple was actually quite big back then because I know a lot of our seniors in Megatronics were going to Apple. Yeah. And they were like, yo, we're earning like 24, 30 bucks an hour, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then... And Tesla pays you similar? Uh, when when I got the offer, I was yeah. like, it was... It said $15 an hour. Oh, really? $15 an hour. Did you negotiate or no? Uh, I think I tried. I was like, can we get any help? Yeah. You know, like moving down, like yeah. paying for housing because it's expensive as hell to live there. Yeah. In like the Bay Area, as always. Uh... Yeah, they're just like, no, this, this is it. So then how do you... Just take it or leave it. So how does... How do you afford living in California, uh, in uh, Silicon Valley for 15 bucks an hour? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're, they, like, you're... help somehow. No, so they gave us, like, maybe a thousand bucks in, like, a moving stipend. Okay. Uh, so 
I booked like the cheapest flights to and fro that I could, okay. uh, which was driving from here to Buffalo or yeah, Buffalo and taking a flight from there to uh, San Jose via like whatever else, which was the cheapest flight ever for like 300 bucks or whatever return. Mm -hmm. uh, then I struggled a lot for housing because I wasn't I, housing still like 1500 bucks a month there. So it depends. I was living in Fremont for like a month, which was absolutely shady because I, I got an Airbnb and the guy gave me a discount because he was he was doing like the the home boarding thing where like every single room was like yeah. rented to, to like a, um, a different person. Right. And this was like 800 bucks and I was like, whatever, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But then I, I got really like, I, I felt very unsafe there in general. Why? What happened? It's Just like the neighborhood was like very sketchy and like the house was weird because it, he was like using these like cloth things to like divide up rooms. What do you mean? They didn't have doors? But it was two people in a room. Like, like this is your kitchen, and you put like a cloth around here to like make this a room. That, that's what it was. Okay. And I was like, yeah. And that's I, what you got. Hmm. That's what you got. You got like the living room. I turned into a bedroom. I had a room. Oh, you had a room. I had a room, but I had a random like mattress on the floor, nothing else around there. I was like, yeah. I was like locking my doors every night because I was like, I don't, I do not want to get stabbed, mugged, whatever. You, did you uh, know your roommates or no? Uh, it was another Waterloo kid actually. Okay. Yeah, I just like met him on Facebook or something, and I was like, dude, let's just just to be safe, you know, because you always want that he was familiarity. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I was like, I I just want to have like some level of familiarity, like back home, to be able to say that yes, I'm comfortable here. Oh, so you knew one of your roommates? Just just it was just him, him and I. Oh, so he it was just two, just us two. Okay. And then he and he, that guy was making sixteen hundred off. No, 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 same, same. Two. Who? The owner? Yeah. The yeah, owner. the owner was 600 yeah. off you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then that happened for a month and I was like, I can't live like this. So I packed my bags and I moved to Sunnyvale. You guys, you yeah. moved out because Fremont is in a good location. Where do you move to? I moved to Sunnyvale. Okay. Which, yeah. is, which is across the bay. Yeah. Um, I found a condo. A person was like renting out for 600 bucks a month or something. How'd you find that? That's insane. So, so that's, uh, that's where, that's where the fun begins, man. Yeah. Uh, and how how much is Tesla working you at this time when you're finding just, these places? Just normal, like this eight was, hours. Yeah, like normal eight eight actually more than eight. I was I was, I was there really really like long hours because it was design and testing and stuff. And I just wanted to be at the office, but I was like, I do not want to go back to a shithole. To like is it a, is it Tesla like even back then mm -hmm. were they known for really like working crazy hard, or was the atmosphere different back then? They didn't make us work hard. Okay. It was optional. Honestly, no, I get it. As a co-op, you always end up mm -mm. working. Out. Like yeah. this was one place which, until I think even now, the people who are there are passionate about what what they're doing. Like like genuine passion. They don't they, care about the money. They don't care about any any other do stuff. You, do you think that's because they truly believe they're changing the world and they're part yes. of that journey? Yes. Even though they might not be the face of it. Yeah. Do you like, think they want to be the face of it? Secretly? I don't think so. No? I think most people are, are okay like where they are. They just want to like take their skills and put them into use and practice and just create good products. And and that's that's the top down like mindset is just create the best damn product out there. Right. At that Do you point, think it bothers people that they'll never be recognized for it? I don't think so. No? No. Why? Okay. I always wonder that because like it's like you might have created the best product. Mm-hmm. But when the world looks at it, it's only Elon's brainchild. Not necessarily. Like Elon gives appreciation to the team quite a bit. He does, but like, like let's say I'm a layman, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking. Mm -hmm. 
everything that's done on Tesla yeah. is Elon and his engineers. Yeah. Do I know the names of the engineers? No. Do I know the contributions of the engineers? Do I know... I barely know anything about them. Maybe once in a while I'll know like the, the VP of engineering, but like yeah. it'll never be that level of... And I wonder if people like struggle with that fact that they were probably the ones who contributed majority to that product, even way more than Elon. Mm-hmm. But Elon is the one who gets the recognition. So to that, I'll say... Although he's the one who put up the money, so I get that point. It's, it wasn't even that. Like You just have to... I've just come to understand that at the end of the day, no one gets the recognition, not even him, honestly, because like, you know, we have like roads, we have streets, we have lights, we have all these things that are made. No one gets the rec- recognition for those things. But Elon gets recognition for Tesla for sure. But for how long? The, he's been doing it for what? He's he's been relevant. For it was his idea, decade, right? Yeah. It 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 was his idea. He he did that. No, no, it was someone else's idea. But regardless, yeah, he bought the company. Bought but, the company and but you could say yeah, you can say. He is the the poster child for the company, basically, right? And yeah. and I think he has earned that, very much so. Mm. Okay, so you're you're yeah you're working long hours at Tesla, mm-hmm. Fremont, and then you move to Sunny Sunnyville. Correct. I moved and into a moved into a condo that was I was told I was I was gonna get a room. Yeah. But it was really just a corner in the living space. Okay. Uh, out in the open, mattress on the floor. The corner. Yeah, just like just like a random. Sp- spot in the living room again this was like a shared accommodation okay got it because i was like i gotta keep my bills under whatever i'm earning like a very small portion of that uh just like three and tesla's paying 15 bucks an hour still yeah overtime or no no um i think we did get paid overtime we were like yeah so you got paid if you like on average were you working 12 hour days yes so were you getting four hours of overtime every day? Correct, as much as possible. I was like trying to do whatever I could. And it was, is it 1.5 times? 1.5 times, yep. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, so then. But that's that's insane. A company like Tesla pays you 15 bucks an hour. They got a lot of nice. like, a lot of shit in the market for, for that at that time. And then like, I think <laughs> what's funny is when I came back, the next term, they increased the pay for the interns who were coming in. And I was like, you guys were like, Four Driving. months a bit too late. I was like, yeah. why don't you do this? Like, okay, so you're living in the living room. What yeah. happens then? Uh, I was living there for a month and I was like, dude, like, this is a shitty way of living. I can't live with it. I don't, I don't even have a room. Uh, the kitchen's messy, you know, the bathroom's messy. I was like, oh, it was messy. Yeah, I was like, really disgusting. Really, really oh. disgusting. Uh, so I was like, doing whatever I could to like be at the oh, office, right? Because that, that, yeah, that yeah. scares me. Yeah, the, the washroom being messy. No, the kitchen, that. like. My bags were just out, open, in, yeah. in a living room. And was, I was it dirty too, or was it just what? messy? The, like the bathroom and the kitchen. the bathroom was just dirty, like oh. just just disgusting, like you yeah. know, just like. And the guy was sharing. The whole landlord was sharing the space with you. No, no, no. The or was it just all a bunch of kids? Yeah, it was just a bunch of kids, like you know, yeah. young IT professionals, whatever, who are in the field, uh, yeah, the area. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, no, I can't live like this because I'm gonna be like depressed literally all day. And mm-hmm. I was, I was having a fight with my like roommate every single day i was like dude clean the fucking bathroom up yeah and he wouldn't do it right didn't he do didn't it. care yeah. didn't care yeah and i was like okay fine i got i gotta move and then uh there was a, a house that like five tesla interns who had moved from canada and germany to uh the bay area were like renting and i went to their house for a house party once and i was like yo this is chill this is like fun it's like college days right yeah so I, they had a living room empty and i was like dude I'll do whatever it is. Just let me put like 
a door here. Uh, what do you mean a door? Just, just like a, a like wooden partition thing to like make it like a door. And I just want to like be with people who I know. Because okay. they were from like Montreal and and, and they were cool with and Quebec, yeah, yeah, they were cool. They're just like yeah, just uh, pay us eight eight hundred bucks a month, and it was like a house detached house with like six. Bedrooms. So they were paying the landlord. Yeah, we were all paying the landlord. So the landlord agreed to this, or were, yeah, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, you paid eight hundred to the landlord. I paid. They got some of the rent cut. I hope. Exactly. I hope. Yep. Yeah, two hundred. They did. Or yep. Something. Yeah. And okay. I, I was in a good spot, good location. I was like, you know what? Because we're like cyclists and stuff and i was like you know what having that chemistry and people to like ch chat with and hang out with would have been awesome okay plus they were all working at tesla so we were all working at, at, at like in close proximity yes yeah, yeah okay yeah. um so yeah like that happened i was like this was amazing and i just stayed there for six months oh uh, six months yeah. so when you went to tesla was mm -hmm. it supposed to be an eight month co-op or was it supposed to be four months it and was, you got extended it was supposed to be an eight month work term okay because i was like I'm did you need approval for that from melik or were you on no. an eight stream they, anyway? they weren't approving but i was like if i have to tr drop out of school i'll do it if i have to go and work there for this long yeah i mean tesla like, is i don't care the dream yeah yeah so i was like i'm just gonna go yeah. that's why i i came into your classes because i i took that year off yeah so i went down Lived there for eight months, um, up up until like the last three weeks when you know people were leaving, so our lease was ending and whatnot. Okay. And I just moved into like a, a simple like Airbnb apartment, whatever, and I was fine there. Um, okay, so you did that for eight months. What did you do for the other four months? Then uh, I came back and went back into like Resnet. A Waterloo. Yeah, and that was your full time thing for four that months. That was my full time thing for four months. Was it a huge downgrade from Tesla to Resnet? No. Did you feel like, what am I doing now? No. Or not really. Not at all. No. I was like, I'm employed. I'm happy. Yeah. I was earning money. And they were probably paying you 15 bucks too, right? Who? Here? Resnet. Yeah. 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 So you were like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> this is so that's not bad easier. at all. Much easier. I was living at home. I was taking the Go bus like three, four days in the week and going down. I was oh, like, wow. Okay. Yeah. You're taking the Go bus. So you were spending quite a bit. Uh, 25 bucks a day. Yeah. Yeah. In my, I mean, you probably, I don't know if you know this. You probably do know this, but, um, I think I was doing the Go Transit for two years. Wow. Every day? Every day, yeah. Wow. Three, three B onwards. But the best part is after like a certain number of trips, it's all free. So I was like tapping and looking forward to that oh, zero. for me, it wasn't. Yeah. How many yeah. trips? Uh, 20, I think it's like 24 or something maybe. Oh, I didn't, I didn't actually, yeah. I don't remember that part. But yeah, I, it was, it was, some point. it was nice because I finally had a schedule which I, I, I wasn't able to have in university. There you go. The schedule was, you know, wake up, whatever, 4 or 5 a.m., wow. take the 6.30, then end the day at 6.15, 6.30, because I can't go any, mm -hmm. any, any past that, because yeah. there's no express past that, right? Yep. So it was finally the stability needed. <laughs> it was, no, it was... Routine is golden, man, like yeah. that, that. And routine. I could never establish it <laughs> in university, no matter what. You really have to be forced into it, and I think having a job can do that for you. Right. And then, and then, yeah, a job and also like go transit, something yep. like that. Um, okay. So you do ResNet, you come back to our year your class. in 2B. Yep. Um, how do you find 2B? Um, Is it fun, stressful? I had a different mindset at that time. Okay. My mindset changed a lot. I was ready to like, you know, learn stuff. For some reason, I'd taken a year off and I was like, do it if you can, you know, if you're in school, do it. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll. Take a step. Did back. you ever meet Elon when you were in? I did. Tesla? Yeah. Yeah. How's that? So, how did you meet him? Like, how, how? does that go? Yeah. Uh, does he come into meetings or? No, he was like we had multiple like events. 
on at the office that he was hosting. Okay. So like he would How just, big was the company back then? Very small, man. It was like hundreds of people. No, I'd say like maybe a few thousand people. Okay. Very small. So he hosts he hosts this event. Yeah, just like a He's the one funding Tesla, I'm assuming. Yes. I don't even know what the funding was like. I was like, I'm getting paid fifteen to work at Tesla. Yeah. So you meet That was the biggest okay. one ever. So so you meet him at an event. Mm-hmm. Does he come talk to you? Do you go talk to him? Just like shake hands, say thank you, you know, for this opportunity for this company, whatever it is. Does he know you're a co-op? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he like he like knew who the interns were. And he's a very big proponent of of, of actually having interns and apprentices at the company. Wow. Uh, and then yeah. We, so shake we had that plus like we just like walk by each other like once in a week at least and he'd say hi or i'd say hi, hi. just be like hey how's it going? and what would so, you say just is he someone who's very like he's like very like very adhd he's just like you know, just like hello it's like very quiet oh, in general so he doesn't he doesn't actually like say hello he just he's like, very like awkward he is very awkward okay yeah not like a very like macho like guy he's very quiet and in his own thing got it yeah okay. his office was like right in the middle of middle of like where where everyone's office was it was just like a normal office was were people going into his office all the time or did he have it wasn't even a room okay it wasn't even a room it was just a desk in the middle of like where everyone else were but like was or people bothering him constantly or is it just like they leave him alone for we had a level time? of like respect that he needs his own space to like work on things and as if admin was really like managing everything right like day-to-day activities like meetings calls whatever so what what was he doing exactly at that time in tesla what um, was his major contribution uh mostly just coming in figuring out how pr- 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 production was doing how assembly line d- development was going uh troubleshooting issues like whatever would come up uh the- was that was that phase kind of so when you were working there you guys were already doing self-driving no oh no 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 we were just trying to build model s's yeah we were we were just trying to build so we was that the time where autonomy wasn't even a thing mm, yes i would say so there, there was no like even i didn't see anything about like cameras going in the car none of that stuff oh wow okay so that came way after that wasn't that came a few years original, after yeah that, that wasn't part after. of the original product roadmap it was just let's build a car so then what was the value proposition of tesla back then the first electric car ev transition to sustainable energy okay and that was the first cool electric car is that the value proposition cool fast sexy looking car okay people loved it okay you know so they basically were doing what had already been done before from a product perspective Mm -hmm. what had already been done before but just making it better they were moving to the x right like transitioning to like an s suv slash larger vehicle oh there were no electric suvs back then okay so we were just oh so they they really paved that path of yeah they were just like SUVs, so yeah. building out the production for the x which was yeah and then also like with the, the, the lamborghini type doors the suicide doors yeah that's what Those the other in- interns were actually working on oh, wow. okay. the, the falcon wing doors and is crew. he is he really part of like the is he a product person is he the head of product at tesla I'd say, um, him, him and Franz as a team. Yeah. Who's Franz? He is the industrial designer, the, the chief designer for the... Is he a co-founder as well or no? No. Does he own a part of Tesla or... Probably does. I don't know. And stock options, but does he yeah. own like, does he have a huge percentage of the he, company? He has a very big say in the company. Okay. Yeah. Very big say. Okay. And yeah, they're, they're absolute, they're 
very heavily product and, and consumer focused, very, very heavily. Right. And how, how are they product focused? Do they go out and do interviews or how do they figure out what the market needs? What's that process like? Did you ever get any insight into that? I remember distinctly that the, you know, the, the door handles when they approach you, right? That was actually something that was developed by an in internet at uh, the company. And how did the intern get that idea? It's creativity, but also this like wow factor. Like, you know, when you like look at something, you're just like, oh my God, wow, that is so cool. Yeah. That's what you always want to go for. Right. But like, I guess I'm trying, there's different ways of doing like product management. Mm -hmm. One of the traditional, like very common ways is you go to a bunch of customers mm -hmm. or people that might want it mm -hmm. or just do random interviews yeah. in general and yeah. be like, what would you like in a car? Yeah. What would be the coolest thing? Yeah. What are your wildest dreams? Was that happening at Tesla or was it, let's close my eyes and think of the most creative thing we can do, the wow factor. Let's put it in a car and let's see if people like it. I think it'd be a, it'd be a mix of both, right? So Elon was, was pretty like exposed, I guess, to the, the Tesla forums. Okay. It was a huge, like online thing where people would go and post and just share ideas like, oh, oh so the first Tesla had been successful. The sedan had been successful and there were forums. It was, yeah, yeah. That were, it was engaged. like groups and clubs and meetups and stuff that were like forming around this like, okay. So thing, he would right? go on it all the time. Yeah. Right? He would like, he'd be exposed to it directly or indirectly. I don't know, but he knew like, okay, this is what the pulse was in the market. Yeah. And that plus of, of course, like thinking like, Hey, you know, what do you want a car to do like 20 years down the line? And that's, that's sort of where like the whole visionary aspect comes in. It's like, okay, what autonomy if, yeah, like when you think of it that way, autonomy makes so much sense, right? It makes sense now. I wonder if it made sense in 2014 though, because there was no one. I wonder how he came up with the, the realization that autonomy was the future. Yeah. Although, huh? yeah, I, I mean, you're probably way closer to Elon than I am, but I feel like, yeah, maybe Elon is more of a product guy than an engineer guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he has that that switch where he's like autonomy is required uh -huh. it doesn't matter whether it's possible or not and if you put that lens on then you kind of forget all the engineering constraints and you just drive people to do it and maybe that's what he did in that instance because i don't know how much i mean you said you're still in engineering and you're still like looking mm -hmm. up but even look at argo ai yeah which um i would say is probably what top three biggest autonomous divisions there is shut down because ford was like we can't do self-driving there's no way it isn't easy so data is king so man. there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of companies saying this is not possible from an engineering perspective but elon still drove it home in and the in the earliest of times right he he will achieve it it's just a matter of time he will achieve it because he's that product guy who says it must be done. I don't care how it's done. The way he thinks is very like, you know, first principle thinking, right? Okay. The approach is always going to be what can like, what is the, what is the barrier to, to getting there? Okay. And what is the barrier for autonomous vehicles? All the different, uh, Cases. Exceptions, right? The long tail the cases, of autonomy. The exceptions. Yeah, the, the long tail of right. autonomy. And how do you solve for that? Correct. So, so, um, his his thinking is we we want to gather as much driving data as much as possible in the entire world, so that we know what or like how hu humans behave in in a car when they drive, 
because ultimately what what is autonomous driving it's just a, like the human thought algorithm going into a vehicle that's all it is and 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 he really believes that if he collects an infinite amount of data he would have solved the problem not what if he will because he already has the data no i i agree they've like, been collecting data for years now a, a long long a time yeah like i think gen three maybe of like model s had cameras in it and they were like cheap vgas man they were like like blurry like fish shit what like fish islands uh regardless they were whatever blurry, they were like they were really still collecting really, data for no reason exactly like <laughs> like that plus accelerometers plus like all these things like they yeah. just having that backbone of data and then and then those interns who were hired to like do you know the image processing and like stuff annotate the data yeah basically like look at data it label. Yeah, yeah exactly so once you have that big like yeah call data. it image processing but it's just them sitting for eight hours a day just <laughs> labeling were, which is critical obviously he, he was so smart because he's just like I, just just don't even think about it just put the cameras in every car we'll see what happens afterwards and then they just ship those vehicles out to people they're driving they're they're collecting data they're getting the data using it to to build really autonomous cars data is gold but that being said he is the owner i think owners do have when you have founders they do have that uh that psychological leverage because they're paying everyone yep that uh it's always their way not just that it but i think happens. i think they've they they've earned it right because they've put in so much sacrifice into it that there's a level of respect here it's like okay this this guy knows what he's talking about he's he's proven it out with the with the roadster now with the model s like okay fine you know what there's there's a track record there and then paypal was before that and zip to whatever like okay yeah i guess i've been thinking about this recently quite a bit mm -hmm. where it's like what is the why is there just such a stark difference between um how someone who works at a company is treated and how the founders treated and mm -hmm. yeah the reality of the matter is that that person put up money instead of just getting paid a salary mm -hmm. that person believed in the company when no one was there yep that person went through the trials and tribulations when like everyone basically shot on them yeah shot on them and then also they're they're the ones who are funding this whole endeavor right yep. so they have the they have the leverage and the ability to make a thousand mistakes without any repercussions yep whereas someone working at the company will not so if right if you're working there and you make even one or two mistakes you will be cut a founder possible but l less likely than not i yeah. mean steve jobs is a prime example right he got cut from apple mm -hmm. but again more likely than not they yeah. have more more leeway and they deserve it because again they're they're the one funding the whole endeavor while you're sitting at home and getting paid yep every bit of every i think founder or ceo i think when they get wealthy i'm just like totally deserved it totally deserved it well yeah because they had to go through such a roller coaster it's not easy every man day, yeah. it's not easy business is not easy and i'm just like you just look especially at when you're not making any money dude like especially when you don't have customers and yeah you're just trying to figure it out everything's on the line right like your name your your money your health your family like yeah you 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 do give up a lot to. Do you think Elon Musk had to go through years of no health insurance or dental insurance? Oh, probably. When he was starting out, he was probably eating like top ramen for years. Yeah. So you come out of you do eight months of Tesla. Mm -hmm. You come out, you go into two B, uh, 
to be you're ready to learn mm-hmm. so it was it was a good term for you i assume i was ready to learn it was hard but it was a good, good term for you plus i was ready to go back to california i was like yep so where did you work after apple nice all three work terms after that um in mechanical mechanical design design wow that's huge yep manufacturing did you have to personal? work hard to get that interview and then pass it i didn't even have an interview truth be told how okay they had they, they had like a test to, to, to take home yeah and i just gave it my all i was like you forgot school for those three four days yeah yeah so it was it was i had like to give skip. it in yeah the day of one one of my exams midterm i think it was a midterm yeah okay so you did you st- what midterm was it? i um to be it was something to, to do with like dynamics maybe I, I don't know what that course was but i right. failed at midterm right kinematics and dynamics maybe maybe that one there was a there was a midterm there and i think that's the one where it was like if you do better on the final the midterm doesn't matter at all maybe it was that one yeah must have been with abdul rahman with the long beard that was to be yeah yeah I think so that I, was to be yeah, so i was like i'm i'm just gonna give apple my everything and i did i i spent weeks on so it. did you you spent weeks on it yeah how many weeks did they give you uh, so wait did you study for midterms at all that yeah for everything else else i did but this one i was like but you were studying for midterms while you were doing the assignment yeah, yeah, yeah. so how do you manage that uh not not very easily uh like did you split it half and half did you write it down how it, many hours you spent on each? i didn't write anything down it was okay it was like typical right like the first few days or weeks you want to just try out and see like what can actually work as a solution to, to, yeah. to the design problem that they gave us yeah and then the, the last three days was just like just full-on like all all in like design so when did you study for midterms or that one midterm i didn't do anything i know but for the other ones how did you oh, allocate like, the time evenings and stuff and then like late nights i was awake pretty much oh evenings okay so like you wake up after at, classes and stuff yeah so you would okay after classes you'd study for midterms mm-hmm. and when would you focus on the assignment after that oh so like the apple assignment would be your release from like that'd be like my like, school life yeah that'd be like my nighttime activity because i really enjoyed designing. so things. how much did you how much did you uh stay what how long did you stay up till i don't know like that three four weeks two two three a.m maybe. and then you were you were up at 8 a.m. class was in, again? I was, a, I was in class every morning. Wow. I was in class every morning. That was like, I think, one of the and most... And studying for midterms right away. Hectic and, terms, yep. Yeah. Um, so you spent three weeks on this. What do you remember the assignment? What did they yeah. have you do? It was a t- t- toothbrush dispensing machine. You had to design a toothbrush yep. dispensing machine? Yep. With like and did you have to show like a couple of designs or one final design? Um, I had to show a couple of designs, but like one... Did they give you requirements? Lead. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't you didn't have to like write the product requirements, figure out the features or anything, um, or you did have to do those things. I had to figure out the execution of it, but they gave you just like the required features. That, yeah, like okay, here you have a a box of like one meter by one meter. That's the footprint. This is what it has to do. Go. Okay, Got that's it. it. Which okay. which is pretty like broad ended, but I was it like, is. I did pretty well on that. You had a very creative solution. Yeah. Yeah um gave did it you in. look up a bunch of toothbrush dispensing designs no then no i just i just i, I just went with whatever i got like whatever you thought whatever uh, i would thought be cool. based on like my exposure to like 
production, manufacturing, fixture design, all that oh, stuff. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so where where is the toothbrush dispensing machine? Like in hospitals, I'm assuming would be the just thing? a random thing. I know, but like I would never see a toothbrush dispensing apparatus at a no. home, right? It would just be would. at the hospital, maybe. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. But yeah, you did. So do you know how many people you were competing with for that? I don't know, but I did not. It was it was weird because I not get a call back at all. Okay. Uh, you submitted the presentation. Yeah, didn't get a call back. I, I, I didn't get and a call back. You were probably back out of your mind. I was really annoyed. Yeah, sad. Everything, yeah. and then like, was that your first, like, hard take home assignment? Like something you gave your all. That's yeah. I think yeah. that was it. Okay. And, and then like the day of ex- uh, when the results were coming out for jobs, I was like, yo, shit. You don't have anything, right? No, no, no. I like that's the day I got the offer, right? Oh, you got it. Yeah, but like before that. Before yeah. that, I was like dying because I was like, I had all, all these yeah. interviews and stuff and they didn't work out. Which ones did you have except mm. Apple? Were there any other like high profile ones that turned to? The typical like GM, Toyota, there's that. Like those were very all, impressive. But this is after, you know, having gone and worked in yeah. California, which is like, yeah, I don't know what a company. Yeah. yeah. So, and especially like at that time, GM didn't have crews yet. Like now I look yeah. at oh, yeah. GM completely differently yep. because they have crews. Very, they were just doing Toyota. like gasoline vehicles here in like St. Catharines. Right. It's like whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, so you get the Apple offer mm-hmm. probably on top of the world. That top, day. top of the world. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going back how'd to the you, Bay. How'd you celebrate? Um, did you call your parents right away? Yeah. And what did they say? Well, I first cried a lot. You cried? Yeah. Like with your parents or without? No, on my own. That's amazing. I was like, damn. I made it. I, yeah, I actually made it. I made it. Were your, like, even yeah. when you were at Tesla, if we go back, mm-hmm. were your parents on top of the world? They were really happy, yeah. 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 I bet they would have told every single person oh, yeah. they knew, my son is at Tesla. Yeah. And people probably didn't know what Tesla was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, it's and like, they were like, he's the bear. A startup, okay? It's, yeah. it's a startup in California. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like it was. It is prime. Yeah, it's like the best company. Like, if you ever. look back now, you're just like, yo, shit, he was there then? Yeah. Like, at that time? Okay, that's, that's no, crazy. I bet, I bet they were, like, so excited to uh, yeah, yeah. explain to all their friends. Their they came down. Friends. We drove the car. I drove the oh, car. Oh, they came down to California? Yeah, yeah. They paid themselves or you paid for their trip? Because uh, I don't think you could. I mean, I was earning it. barely anything, but yeah. they're just like, yo, we, we get to go to California. We get to, like, see what it's like out there. Uh, so, where'd they live? In a hotel? Hotel, yeah. Because you're your place yeah yeah i was like i'm i got no room here but okay so you go you go to apple yep how much what's the what are they paying you 30 bucks yeah slightly more than that and then meals meals were not paid for you know know what's funny housing Uh, was now in 2019 i think Mm -hmm. i or 2019 or 2020 i found out what what co-ops get paid at apple now Mm -hmm. they're making like uh I think it's 50 bucks, 45 to 50 bucks. Wow. They're making 100K in co-op. Not surprised. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. 100K salary. Over a, a year. Yeah, yeah, over a year. Yeah, I'm just saying like yeah. if you were to equate 45, 50 bucks an hour. Not bad. To a salary. Not that's bad. That's 100K salary for intern. Yep. That's yep. nuts. Like, so it's, like, it's it was insane. a lot of money. It was, it was a lot it of money. It blows my mind that an intern makes yep. that more, right? But anyway, so you, yeah, 30 bucks, you're like, this is cream of the crop salary. Yep. Probably the highest paid. Top of the world. Did you know anyone uh, in Tron that was going to Apple with you? Mm. That you could share this experience with? Yeah, like my class had 
our class had so it was me, uh, Sherry, Chris Walton. Right. Uh, who's Chris Walton again? Mechanical. He was always like in the back row. Or but like, like what? What did he look like? Uh, white, spiky hair-ish. Okay. You'll you'll see him on the group if you ever go okay. on uh, Facebook and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think Josh was also there. Josh Bell. Okay. Oh, Josh went to Appleton. Colin Wang was there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that year a lot of people got Apple. It, no, it was actually like maybe ten of us in the class that got Apple. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, and were they all doing mechanical design? Or most of them. Most of them were. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, so they had the same assignment that you did. No, no, no. They were in product design. I was, I was in manufacturing design. Got it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I didn't, I didn't realize um, how how smart Sherry was until years later. Like, she's super smart, worked super hard. Very talented. Yeah, yeah, always on a dean's list. Mm -hmm. Very, very impressive. Yeah. But yeah, Colin Wang went, and then I'm assuming his two friends went as well. They were like three roommates that cooked together, did everything together. Mm. It was Colin Wang and his Calvin? two friends. Yeah, Calvin. And who? who was I it don't remember the Sam. No, no, not Sam. There was another person. Oh, actually, but... no. We have a pic picture of us from the Bay Area. So C Craig was there that time. Um, I think Craig at that time probably stopped playing football because I remember he dropped out of football. Okay. I don't remember. Just a year because he was like, I really want to focus on getting Apple. Yeah. I think that was the term. Got it. So I got he it. He dropped out of football because he's like, this is taking me Yeah. Nowhere. CT was there. Adam Hines was there. Okay. We all like hung out in the Bay Area. With like all the time? Uh once in a while but it was like okay. more than ever and i was like yo i, I have people yeah, who i know from class yeah. we're here it's fun and apple was it a good experience or was it very very, very stressful stressful experience for sure really very stressful more than tesla oh yeah why is that i was working like 15 16 hour days maybe consistently i was go going in at noon and i was coming back home at two o'clock so like that long yeah so it was it was a fun party because I was like I love this thing. It was it was a lot of fun. It was like was, worth it. Was Sherry and Calvin and all of them doing the same thing? They were or? they were also also working long hours in their own teams. Yeah. Why was uh, why was Apple so much more stressful than Tesla? It's, again, it's not like it's was not there that, a deadline to meet or deadlines? You just want to prove yourself out because you're an intern. You you want to work hard. You want to show that you can you, you can deliver. At that point, you really want to go and go back right yeah that's the goal like it's like, like get a return offer and you're in a dream company exactly you're like if i miss this opportunity yeah. i might never get it again exactly and i'm i didn't i don't know if i fully realized this but like i think at that point there was a notion i don't think i realized it until years later mm -hmm. but it's a lot easier to go go yeah. back as a co-op than a full-time job um it's a lot easier to go back as a co-op than a full-time job what do you mean by that um like if you're a random person and you apply to Apple mm -hmm. and you get a full-time job, it's way harder to get that than get a return offer. Yes. Right. Yes. So the, the, the incentive to work as hard as possible, yep. get a return offer for an in internship and then yep. that transition into a full-time job. Correct. Way easier. Yes. Then let's apply now. Right. Go through a, go through like a six interview, yep. six, yeah, six, seven interview process. Yep. Actually more because six interviews on that day mm -hmm. plus a take home plus two interviews before that. So you're long process. Yeah, nine interviews. Yep. A full um, day worth of traveling this that exactly meeting so, people, interviewing. Exactly. So you wanted to get the return offer. You obviously got it. Mm-hmm. Same team? I different team. I switched teams this time around. Okay. 
I went to a special projects team which was working on. Ooh, like the is it called special projects or is it called Project X? No, it's special projects. That's the group, That's right? Huge. It was. It was like a. Can you from... talk about what you were working? I cannot. On? No. Even now. Not even now. NDA signed for life. Totally. Wow. Give them. Give them my word. In the car space, though. Hmm? In the car space. I. It was. It was an un, unreleased R and D project, so it was like a lot of concept development for. But in the car space or no? The the car space. I, I, I can't talk about it. Okay. Because yeah. uh, Apple was, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about what I can talk no. about, obviously. I mean, I, yeah, I, you can. I know what's going on in the news and I read articles and stuff all yeah, the so time. Yeah, so Apple's been, apparently Apple has a super cool autonomous, autonomous car that they're driving in California all the time. Mm-hmm. But we can't apply to those jobs. We don't know who works in there. We don't know how far the technology is. Actually, I do know one or two people that work in there, but it's just you very probably know, know some people who... Oh, even in my class that work in? Yeah, probably. Yeah, for wow. sure. Okay. Um, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's... it's. Oh, it was the third person was Jack, by the way. Jack Calvin. E, that's right, right. Yeah. Jackie. And yeah. he's at Skydio. He's at, he loves Skydio. Skydio. Was he at Apple? Yeah, I think he was at Apple. He was at Apple and he moved, he moved to Skydio and he Small lost company, it. Small company, yeah. He, I talked to him a couple of years, I think a year ago and mm-hmm. he... Yeah, he got very married different and stuff person. too, right? He got married to a very different person. Very like, I guess maybe more, way more, uh, like his confidence just grew. Mm-hmm. So he was already kind of confident. Yeah. But then it grew to a different level now that he's working and he's senior. You think he was very, like, very competent out there. That's I think sure. he was a 40, like he was like the 40th or 50th employee of Skydio. Mm-hmm. So he has that, that senior stature. Yep. But so you go to the special, uh, special projects team. Mm-hmm. That is a dream come true. That's like the cream of Apple. That was pretty awesome. And then do you go back to the special projects team? Last term, yes. Same thing? Same thing. Uh, did the did the work get more and more stressful over the three terms or did it remain, Did the workload remain the same? I think it was... Or it got easier because you became used to it. I, I, I got used to it. I got used to the culture, the people. The, the team was the same. So I was like, yo... Were like, they paying you just 30 or were they incrementing no, that up to it like 30, 35, 40? Uh, no, I, did, I don't think I ever hit 40. Okay. I got very close. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it gets easier because you're not spending time transi- transitioning to like a new culture or like a new team or a new workload or, or whatever. Out, like tools. You're, yeah. You're like, and you, you know what Do to they do. give you the same computer Day one. Stuff? Uh, do they save your computer for you and your setup and I, everything? I, I think the second time I went back, I did get the same one back. Nice. Yeah, I was like, and you don't need to set anything up, right? Nothing at all. Everything's already there. That's amazing. Good to go. And then, so you, you go back the third term. I assume you asked for a return offer. I did. What did they say? Things were in flux at that time on the team. Like, what does that mean? Why were they in flux? Uh, they weren't sure about the, the long-term prospects of the, the project, you know, okay. uh, and people were sort of... But, uh, like, the special projects team probably has a ton of projects going on. So uh, they, and you had already worked there for 12 months. Ours was the biggest, like, R&D arm, basically. Okay. So... What was happening at that time is individual projects were being taken to like different into like a different org- organization basically within the company, right? For additional product development, right? So it's it's like you have to think of it as a like a north star that you have, right? But then you have to have like smaller things that you achieve on the way there, right? So to achieve those things, you need to branch off and just break apart the team. Okay. Uh, so that was happening, and they're just like, yeah, we don't know what the long term prospects are so we'll 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 hold off for now and really? uh yeah I was, I was okay with it i was like yo this has been an unbelievable experience oh because you thought like 
once you have Apple and Tesla on your and BlackBerry on your resume, like the the world's your oyster at that point, right? So you weren't really yes. bummed about not, not getting bummed. Apple. I was like, oh, thank you so much for this opportunity. Like it was it was amazing, and I was like, I I couldn't have asked for anything better because what were your so coming out of there? What were your prospects like? Like what was the next ladder for you? That was actually one of the pivotal moments in my life when I left the company. Yeah, yeah, because I was. I didn't know what's, what to do next. Like the, the last, this, you were going into 4A at that point. I was going into 4A. So you were still in school. I was in school. I was going to come back, do 4A, 4B, graduate. And then I was don't going, know. Don't know. Yeah. That was but like, definitely in mechanical though. Yeah. Yeah. Remaining, sticking to my expertise, right? Okay. So world's your oyster, 4A starts. Yep. Um, are you applying to jobs right away? Actually, let me move this. In camera? Ah. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Am I applying to jobs? Yep. I'm, I'm applying for jobs. I'm reaching out to teams back at Apple, reaching out to teams at Google, Facebook. Was Google the Tesla. next step for you? Uh, what was like at that point, mm -hmm. what, like you must have created a short list of this is the next thing. Yep. What is the, the pinnacle of that? Uh, I think next for me was really like looking at small businesses. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, you wanted to go into a startup after working in all these exactly. crazy companies. Yep. Oh, wow. I wanted to go in California. Startup in California, yeah. California was a big thing. Very was there a reason for, for California? Is it because the best talent is there and the best people are there? Yeah, that's what it was. It was about going there, being with the cream of the crop, being with the best and learning from the best, growing there as a as a professional. Was, was learning from the best a big thing for you? Yeah. Because they always sell that dream, like that you get to learn so much. Mm -hmm. I always wonder how we started really believing in that dream, that life yeah. is all just about learning from the best yeah and that's way more important than an income even no like i i the one thing that i do appreciate now about it is that it's hyper competitive and that forces you to be on top of your game and sort of growing and growing and growing non-stop right uh do you think you ever get rewarded for your growth over there how like you get paid a lot of money you get the benefits you get to live a comfortable life uh i don't think now that the money is the most important aspect of it yeah especially if you're working like if you're getting paid 500 let's say mm -hmm. and that case yeah oh sure right 500 sure which is very decent i mm -hmm. think um and you're working full-time for it yeah. maybe 50 60 hours a week yeah how much can you enjoy that money not everyone's working that long but i feel like in general when i was there so after graduating right i went back for a while to just like be there interview meet people meet my friends and stuff and I was re re reflecting upon whether I wanted that, that, that life or not. And I think that's what... Because that bubble had burst for you, right? Like you'd gone through yeah. the best companies. Actually, let's take a step back. So yeah. 4A starts. Mm -hmm. you're, you start applying to what companies do you apply for? Apple, Apple. Google you apply for? Apple, Google, Facebook, like Tesla. Google, everywhere. what, their Pixel uh, division? They, yeah. yeah. Okay. They were working on a lot of hardware that time. Okay. They've always been working on hardware. Okay. And then Facebook. Facebook. Uh, yeah. Tesla was always there on that radar. Do you get any of them? Like offers? I didn't get any off offers, no. But I was, You got a bunch of interviews. A lot of interviews. Uh, Why do you think you didn't get any offers, but you got so many offers in, cause deep as on, an intern? Because I did not want to go back. Deep, like on, on, on the service fit, I, I wanted to go back, but on, on the deeper side, I did not want to go back. And do you think that changes the way you interview? Oh, totally. Like, how do you think that changes totally. the way you interview? Um, it's, it's not about what you say, but it's just about how you feel, I think. At that point, you're just like, 
if you don't want to go back, there's going to be something that happens that's going to make that happen. Like, if you don't want to go there, it's not going to happen. Like, um, is it the way you say stuff? The intention, if the intention is not there, then it's, it's hard to fake it. Yeah. Like they like, always, they always think like this guy other. is, uh, reading off a script or no, no, like not, not even that. Like if, uh, so yeah, if the intention is not there, then there's no force acting in your favor, right? Something or the other will happen. It'll be like, and, and also I'll be honest, like my grades weren't the best. Why did that matter? Cause it didn't matter in the previous years. Right. So, so how did it matter now? Right. And so, because now, um, when you're interning, it's, it's less of a requirement, I guess. Cause there's like t t t taking you for like a test drive and seeing, you know, how you are in this. Yeah. It's low, it's low risk. Cause it's only three yeah. months. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're like in a very protected environment where there's an organized way for you to work through your entire term. And also like 30 bucks an hour is nothing for them, right? It's, it's, it is literally like peanuts for them. Yeah. Um, so then once that looking at the academic comes in, I was like, okay, you know what? Yes, I don't have good grades, but like I've done a lot of shit in my life. I've done a lot of working, building stuff, machine shop yeah. experience. Uh, Were your grades in the 60s or the 70s? No, they were in the 70s. But not, they weren't good. In terms of like, yeah. you, you thought that like all these companies want like eighties or nineties. Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it isn't so much of what I thought, but it's also like, that's what it was being given back to me. It's like, I was, they said that they didn't say that, but, I, but like they did bring it up almost every time that they're what like, they, they're, they would ask me like, like what happened with your academics, you know, like, what like why are the grades low? Is yeah. that what they would say? Yeah. Wow. In indirectly. And I was like, yo, that's, this is, yeah. Cause seventies is not. Bad yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's not even not that bad. Like seventies is above average for, for some programs. Yeah. 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 So I was like, I think mechatronics is above average, honestly. And I was like, you know what? I'm not perfect. I don't, I don't have the grades, but you know what? I work my fucking butt off. Yeah. And so, I, and I can create cool shit. Like that's, that's so you got, you part. got like all these, like you were interviewing for Google, Facebook, Apple, mm -hmm. getting to the last round even. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then them saying grades is a concern. And what else was a concern? Um, just that, just okay. that, that was the big one. And like that really hit, hit my ego hard. I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm worth that. Worth those companies. Yeah. Even though you'd interned there yep. for four terms. Yep. Now. Yep. Yeah. You, sorry, you'd interned there for not four terms, Three five ter terms now. Three terms at Apple and eight months at Tesla. And then a three months at RIM, which is yeah. cream of the crops. So which was also yeah, really You good. had just done. Mm -hmm. basically like 95 terms but 90 yeah. percent of your co-op experience in the top cream of the crop companies yep and by the final year you're saying i might not be worth these companies like yep. that is so that is crazy that hurts but how wow yes yeah. it's like a fly butting up against a window non-stop right yeah it's like and the and you were getting in before mm-hmm yeah, that's crazy. So how many, how many rejections did you face for you to like get this realization that, <laughs> realization that uh, you don't feel good enough? Jeez. I applied to at least 150 jobs. I, yeah. I got interviews for at least like 30 of them. Yeah. None of them worked out. So I was like, none of them, eh? None of them worked out. Wow. And, oh. and they were all in California. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. There's some. There's something weird going on that I gotta just step back and refocus. Your on. parents must have been really upset too. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Like, because they'd seen their son at the very height. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. they, you are the, the golden child. progression. The natural progression. Whatever. You're, you're go the golden child time. when yep. you have five terms at cream of the crop companies. Yep. You are literally. Uh, yep. They're the yeah, other. They're golden goose, right? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly. You're not getting any interviews. Nothing. Like, what happened? Nothing at all. Uh, but then, before did your I... interview skills change at all, or no? Mm-hmm. Did your interview skills change at all, or was it just your grades it was... and the full time thing? It was my grades, and I I wasn't. Oh yeah, you said your intention. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, like my intention wasn't there. So what did what was your intention? You at that point did you think you were gonna start something yourself? No, no, no. Was I... that an itch? I th- I think what happened was I was overconfident. Oh, okay. I was I was overconfident that hey, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I've, I've worked here. I've done this. I've done this. Like, why aren't you hiring me? Do you know? Do you know someone named Karn Beer? Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember him telling me that. Um, he wouldn't remember this, and we don't talk anymore. But mm. I remember him telling me that. Um, he was telling me. I think he'd come from Tesla as well, and then was applying to Apple. Mm-hmm. He applied, mm-hmm. didn't get in, and mm-hmm. then got in the second time. And I asked him what changed. He said, the first time I applied to Apple, I was way too overconfident mm-hmm. because he'd come from Tesla. Yeah. And that hit me hard because you're absolutely right. Like that, even in those 30 interviews, if you are overconfident, for, for whatever reason, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It shows. It doesn't go well with them. Yeah. It might show. And I think in high, like, I think that's. Personally, I think that would be a good thing. But yeah, it rubs people the wrong way. I had a, Maybe they don't want to work with you. Who knows? No, I know like, what it is. I know I, by the time I came back from the Bay Area, I had a very big ego. Very, very, very big ego. I would too, yeah. You you probably started moving different too, right? Like, hmm? were you only associating yourself with certain people? I mean, I'm sure that has a massive impact on, on, on how you live life every single day. Yeah. Right? Like, you want to have expensive coffees. You want to eat well. You want to, you know, live well. You want to do Oh, all you were doing that? As a student in Waterloo, yeah, like because you had so much money from the Bay Area, not just money, but like you just feel like you know you're like yeah, you're holier than thou, yeah, you're like, which makes sense because like you know it, like if you look at the regular stats of who gets into Google, who gets into Apple, who gets mm-hmm. into Tesla, yep. I think it's like less than one percent or something. Like Very, it's insane, it's hardly anyone. Yeah, so hardly. So it's natural to have that. Yep, crazy holier than thou. And again, it was just an internship, but still, like if you like look back at it, but I was yeah. like, yo, like. Yeah, I am. I've done this time and time again, and it wasn't just a fluke. So you were so, but your intentions weren't. You were sick of it, but you didn't know what else to do. But you were also overconfident. Yeah, didn't get any offers, and you were like, I might not be good enough for a full time offer. I might not be good enough. Plus, I have an ego. Plus, my academics suck. So maybe I'm not worthy of going there anymore. Right. Uh, like, I mean, I I could answer. How did you figure out the ego thing? Like your ego is too big. How did that? realization come about mm. I don't I had a lot of dark months after that when after, after graduating I spent a lot of time just on my own because at home yeah like and what are your parents saying at that point look for jobs or... they were just like take your time and figure it out because I was, I was, this is not working. I was not in a good spot mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, any of those things. But it's, yeah. it, because like what ended up happening is once we graduated, every most of the people that I was friends with, packed their bags and moved there. Yeah. 
And I was here like trying to go back, go back, go back, and like, you know, just constantly like hitting against a wall, a wall, a wall. Like at some point you just like- Did they empathize with you or did you feel like Ooh. they, like all your friends? Oh, dude, we're long gone. Oh, they didn't even talk we're, to you? They were long gone. Like once, once they're gone, they're gone. Like no one's- No, no, no one checks up on you? No one's, no one's there checking up on you. Even though you'd spent a lot of like- me and Quality you, time, yeah. Me and you didn't spend a lot of time together, so we never nope. had that. But like, nope. all these people that you spend time with in California, mm-hmm. none of them checked up on you. No. Nope. Oh, wow. Maybe like one would just like once in a while just message and say, "Hey, how's it going?" And then they would probably give you the same generic. Yep. Yep. Like I've yeah. So so that happened, and like I think I don't. Did you ever contemplate doing something to yourself or no? There were times when you feel worthless, and you were just like, okay. You know, yeah. what do I do? What is life even worth if I can't make anyone in my house proud or this or that? Yeah. Like I've, I've achieved all these things. Like what is the purpose of life? Yeah. Right at that point, you're, you're just like, okay, well, why am I even alive anymore? Right. And then, you, of course, like you don't want to go to a point where you do something. Yeah. Do do thoughts cross your mind? Of course they do. But like, that, yeah. That's where you need to find. You know that that root. And there's been so many p- people who have come and gone before us everyone's gone through it before yeah so it's like there has to be an answer out there yeah and so yeah like i at that point like i was just like okay you know what let's not for a change pursue california anymore let's see what else is out there let me get my life back on track over here while i'm here yeah and then see how it how many months had it been oh geez uh well actually after graduating i did get a job i was working at talent class for like a while while going through these yeah yeah moments? yeah oh you had a full-time job yeah i had a job um so I, then why did you feel so low if be, you had Dalmic lab because because i was because Dalmic was also like yes it was like cream of the crop at that B, time right? yeah, yeah like, and so so what ended up happening is i graduated i i got a job at Dalmic and i was like i'm gonna go design cool shit build cool shit like i'll have a certain like expectation of work like california because that's what they had portrayed themselves as being a very you know progressive yeah. California like company, and unfortunately, what ended up happening there is I got pushed way to the bottom of the the stack because people with seniority were sort of running things over there. Anyways, okay. they've been in various industries, they had the experience, they were talented, okay. of course, but like they're just like you're just a new grad. What are what you? What did Dalmic Labs rebrand to? North. North, got it. Yeah. yeah. So they're just Massive, like it's yeah. like you're here's a new grad, man. Just go. To, like, my stop. old boss used to work in North, but anyways, Who? continue. Your Scott, old boss, Scott Harrington. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, continue. Yeah. Oh, so that was uh, that was a humbling experience. But I was like, dude, I've I've designed cool stuff. Like, you know, I've been at Apple, all these places where I've built really Tesla cool stuff. Is. Like, give me an opportunity to, to like do stuff. And they wouldn't. Like, no, like I, I, that's where like I, I feel like I began to feel very low about yourself, worthless and low about yourself because you're just like, dude, I've been through all these experiences. Why, why am I not being given a chance to do it? Right. More, more of that. Right. And then, like, just six months later, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And I, I just, like, left. Oh, wow. Yeah. Resigned. Yeah, yeah I just resigned. I was like, like I, you, I need time like to recoup myself. Like, you with your boss? And you were like... Yeah, yeah, so... What'd you tell him? My project was just wrapping up, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to proceed, because I need some time to recollect myself and, and get, get my mental health and stuff on, on track. What did he say? And he was like, you know what? It's okay. We, we respect your decision. We appreciate what you've done. We were just mm-hmm. getting to get to know you and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm not like leaving, leaving, but I do want to like take some time to get myself on track because otherwise I'm not going to be like, what do you mean leaving, leaving? Because you weren't going to come into work anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like 
I'm not like leaving the country as such. Got it. Right? Like okay. I'll, I'll still be in the area, but like I'm just, I just need time to get myself on track. So how did that work out where you went from one having week. a regular income to zero? Yeah, one week it was like poof gone. So I, I, did your co-workers? You I knew what the not? risk was. I, I knew what the risk was, but I also yeah. felt like I had to do it. What did your coworkers reach out to you or not really? We're, we're still in touch. All of them? Most of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're still friends and whatnot. Like so. now that they're Google, you're still in mm-hmm. touch? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they get a huge pay increase with Google? Of course. Employee? Everyone. Like, good for them and I'm very, very happy for them. Yeah. But it doesn't ex- that doesn't excite me anymore. I get that. But like, like was it, was turning it to Google... Um, like, did they get all the Google perks when they turned into Google? Probably. I don't know okay. if they're... I thought you were in like, touch with them, so I thought like you would know. We don't even talk about that at all. Like, I, I just know that they got to a point where they were running out of money and they had to sell. Yeah. So they, they sold for a very cheap bargain. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought Google paid them plenty. Mm. Nah. Well, oh. not really. Bottom of that. But Google didn't let go of all their employees, so. They They did get rid of some people, but... Oh, they did? A lot of them just transitioned over. Oh, nice. Um, exposure. So you go from having a stable income mm-hmm. to now zero. Zero income. How your parents were fine with it? Uh, no. Or was there no. a lot of turmoil? They were on, on board even when I had to when I wanted to quit. It was like my, my own decision. Okay. But I had to do it for my own health. But then it's were they, did you have a lot of savings saved up to support yourself? Or were they starting to support you at that I, point? I did save up quite a bit. Okay. But I was like, you know what? It is. It is what it is. Like it's. So that you start. You don't have health, like in 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 every aspect. You're, you can't do anything in your in your life. Yeah. So and I said when like, you're in a bad place, like yeah. how do you get out of that? Yeah, life? yeah. And especially when you don't see a way out. Yeah, and like I don't, I don't blame my team at all. They did their best to you know keep me happy or whatever. Yeah. And I did whatever I could, to to do work for them. And I was like, ultimately, it was my decision to say no. I need to, I need to pause and recollect my own life wait so when did henry's happen oh uh july of that year so like so when did six months between jan and july okay is when so what like what happened to january to july like what did you think at that moment that's that was the the dark hour in my life really okay yeah a lot of lot of guilt a lot of guilt for quitting right just just Guilt for not having done more when I was in California to work and get into the company that I wanted to get into. But you've been spending 12, 14 hours, but maybe not productive hours, right? Because I felt like that a lot. Like, if I look in my past, mm-hmm. I always think of the fact that, yeah, like if I look in hindsight, it seemed like I worked my bum off and I spent long hours. Yeah. But maybe the difference was that they weren't productive. I was just brute forcing it. Yeah, like I, I even yeah. felt like. You know that I I could I could have done better academically also, but yeah. I didn't. That's fair. For that's some odd reason, I was like, if because at that time I was like, this is the one thing that that's holding me back. Like my that's act, true. Yeah. Right? Like if you if you somehow mustered a way to even reach like an eighty some average, yeah, Still you good. would be you would be let's say working at Google, mm-hmm. and maybe you'd be way happier. Yep. So I was like, you know what. Like, I did not like that. I was like, I just wasted five years of my life and this and that. Like, this worked and this job didn't work out. My internships didn't call me back. I was like, this sucks. Like, that was like... Did you reach out to Tesla? Um, Not at that time, no. I wasn't, like, reaching out to anyone at that time. No, but, like, when you were in 4A, mm-hmm. did you reach out to Tesla? I, I did not because I just wanted to go back to Apple. 
that had always been the dream and I was like I just lost that okay oh. and then I went back in April after Thalmic when I left to spend time there meet people where California? Yeah, yeah. Where, what company did you interview? I oh, it was just to meet people. I interviewed at multiple startups mm-hmm. and two or three interviews at Apple too. Okay. Just meeting friends and colleagues and stuff. I was and like, then what happened? It's like, I love this place, but I feel like I just didn't belong there anymore. Okay. I didn't belong there anymore. So I was like, did you get any offers or no? No. I didn't, I didn't did get any offers. Did they tell you why? Hmm? Did they tell you why or no? They just kind of vague. Sort of vague answers pretty much. Which is, which is something I really do not like about the hiring process right now. It sucks. Like, it really sucks. There's no way of improving out of it. I was like, what can I do better? Just tell me. You know, if it's, if it's interview skills, I'll go and get a training if I have to, have to do, do it. Did you get to the, the final? Do they always do on-sites and then reject you? E- or did any of them? I had on-sites, yeah, because I was, I was local. I was like, guys, I've saved you guys t- time and money. I'm, I'm here. Let's go. Oh, because you paid for your own ticket. Yeah. So I was where like, were you staying? I was... Couchsurfing at my friends' places. Oh, nice. Well, so, is that easy to do or no? Depends on your friends if they let you or not. Yeah, but like, how does that... I've always wondered, like, mm-hmm. do you stay at someone's house uh, for some time until they say that, oh, you got to find something else and then you move to someone no, else? Or... I was pretty accommodative, right? Like, I had family friends who were there. I had friends. Oh, okay. And I, you had family friends. I, I was like shuffling between everyone's homes. Like a couple of days every single day. Yeah. Month. Yeah. You had a schedule. Just had like one bag. I was like, you know, just let me know when you want me gone and I'll go. No worries. And people said that. Yeah. They're just like, oh yeah, you know, we're, we're going off out, out for the weekend. We don't have an extra key or whatever. Like I was like, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I've, Cause at that time I was like, I, I went there to get a job and I was like, it's all, all I'm going to focus on and get. Yeah. And then and it didn't work. It didn't work. So I was like, okay, you know, uh, just maybe it's a sign that there is something better out there. Yeah. And I'm just knocking on the wrong door again and again and again okay. and again. Because it, it it had been like what since fall of 2016 till like 2018 mm-hmm. April that I was like knocking on the same door and it didn't work out. Right. And I was like, fuck, it, I'm just gonna leave it. Okay. Just leave it. Just give it up. Just move on in life. Okay. And then and you I, applied to Henry's at that time? I had actually interviewed at Harry's okay. right before we graduated. Okay. And they gave you an offer? They did not give me an offer that time, but they reached out in July. Well. Yep. Yeah. I was like, yo, sure, let's talk. New York, new place, new people, new whatever. So mechanical. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. And I was like... Do you feel like, like there was no something, there was nothing in your head that this is a downgrade, eh? You were like, oh, no, no, no. Especially after two years of struggling. Like I had, this is a fresh start. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking for. It was like a fresh start. It's like, I just want to go like ground up all over again. Did they care that you had a gap in your resume? No. No one cared? No. No one cared. Because I was like doing contract gigs and like helping local small businesses like design stuff here and there so i was so like you put that on your resume yeah yeah. like yeah. were they one-liners on your resume simple like mechanical engineering contractor design and closure design this design that built okay. this Got simple it. stuff okay it wasn't like i was just like home all day it was like i was actually working i was going and meeting people clients and whatnot no that's fair but so you get to are you so the six months pass mm-hmm. those are down because you're not able to land anything mm-hmm. um harry's comes up the ray of hope is there is there anything else you want to say about those six months? Is like how hmm. it must have been tough. It wasn't easy. It wasn't. It it was probably the worst time of my life. 
You reached out to people that right? managed you at Apple. Yeah. And all they said was, this is all we can do. Right? We'll, we'll get back to you or this or that. And they never did, right? Nope. Did you feel like... Uh, did you feel like I, I've given so much to this person mm-hmm. and they're unable to do anything for me? Was that ever a feeling? I didn't... I was still blaming them for everything. That was the biggest... Like, what was the blame problem? Could you you explain the blame? I was like, they have a fucked up hiring process. Like, oh. Oh, the company in general, not a person? Just the I I think in general, I had a pretty good rapport with the the folks who I work with. Uh, They would... I I hope they would say good good things about me. Uh, But ultimately, like, what's happening internally? I don't even know, man. Like, they could be saying whatever they want. Right? But I have to go for... You know know how people say, like... A referral always gets you in or like it's the mm-hmm. people you know mm-hmm. do you think that's actually true for tech companies or is it only true if you're high enough like if you're the vp of uh apple mm-hmm. and your son wants a job mm-hmm. maybe that leverage is completely different than very like different us very different Ask, asking our friends or whatever for a or referral? just your manager right like i'm um, assuming your manager you you talked to your manager but he I wasn't did. able to do uh a lot for you but if if it was your mm-hmm. manager's son, yeah, I think maybe he would get in. So do you think the yeah, so like it's like who you know, but that blanket statement mm-hmm. is very. It's a nuanced statement where Actually, it only works if you're in very close relation. Okay, so that's also roughly the time when things change for me a lot in in terms of my perspective on on who gets hired out there. Okay. Uh, I did realize that I have what it takes. Mm-hmm. as as like myself right but I, I might not be meeting their criteria of who i am to like go and work there what do you mean so i feel like this is just me i i feel like they have a certain checklist of items that you have to hit okay and this can go into very very many different things but just to keep it simple when i was there i felt like it was a lot, a lot of the same kind of people you were seeing there, and I'm too outspoken, too like, out of the ordinary to be. Like, Do you think they've taken up on your outspoken? Oh yeah, totally. Uh, I was, I was always like very outspoken there, even there. Even in the interviews. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, and that's when I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe. Do you think your technical fluency was ever a concern or not at all? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just that. I think you were like hitting that out the park. I was getting, yeah, like see. Getting in is not difficult. Once you know the answers to the main interview questions, you're fine. Right. So it was obviously something else. Something else. So I was like, okay, you know what? There's something else going on here that I don't understand. And I just wanted to ask, like, learn really what was going on. Yeah. So I just began to, like, question, dig, see what I could research and understand. And I was like, you know, reflecting back on my experience, and I was like, there's some weird trends that you see here and there, patterns and people, the kind of people racially if you want to go there oh you saw that culturally well. school yeah yeah like like, like uh, oh i thought i thought uh silicon valley was full of uh indian people there's a lot of indian people yeah so then i didn't think there was any depends on racial which, stuff depends on which company or which team you go you go to okay right okay not not every not every team or company is built the same but you saw you saw some divide oh there. yeah i saw a lot of patterns i was like when i Step back and I looked back. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I don't 
meet that criteria for sure. That's fair. For sure. How was Harry's? Uh, Harry's was an extension of Silicon Valley. Yeah. What do you mean? Just plain and simple, like the same clicks, the same stories, the same. Oh wow. It, it was a great place to work. Great what exposure. What does Harry's do? I'm sorry. They make shaving razors. Okay. And foams and creams and stuff. Okay. An extension of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Such a different company. Different company, but the same. Non-tech, right? Yeah, exactly. But like the same culture, the same vibe, the same kind of people, really. The same clicks, the same you know, benefits, the same pay scale almost. Uh, oh, wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Same pay scale. I mean, very impressive. New York and California are very much alike in many 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 ways yeah uh so yeah. how was that it was a great exposure i i got to travel to see the factories got to meet great did you people. finally feel at home or not not really mm-hmm. you know how you had this no thing where, no you no because i was again very outspoken i have i feel like i'm rebellious in a lot of ways and a lot of people and have you ever like tried that. to control that or no i don't think i want to okay even back then like yeah. When you were at Harry's I was I, Apple. I mean Did you ever say, let me take a step back and become more quiet? I'm not gonna self censor myself for that. Even when you were going through depression, you never thought, let's reflect on my personality. Mm. That's interesting that that trait you were like, I'm gonna keep that trait. I'm gonna keep that because I came to realize that if I don't I don't put things out the way that they are, then I'm just self censoring myself and I'm selling my soul for a paycheck. That's fair, yeah. And and I've seen that happen, man. Like people just change the way they talk, they change the way they behave, they change the way they dress, they change all these things. And and I saw people transition in front of me, coming in new into the company at Apple, all these places, except Tesla. Everywhere else, I saw it happen, and I was like, Oh, are people outspoken at Tesla? Hmm. Are people outspoken at? They they just they just speak the truth. Like it is what it is. If it's broken, it's broken. If it's not broken, it's not broken. Like it's it's just facts. But then how does Elon still drive the direction if everyone's just outspoken? Uh, because, so internally, everyone wants to do the same thing. They want to create the best car. Correct. Okay. When, when, when there's office, so there might be a lot play. of, okay. There are no office politics at Tesla. I didn't experience any of so it. So why didn't you try to go back to Tesla? Then? So exactly. So after, after I came back from, um, from Harry's, I was like, I should probably go back to Tesla because that's been the best experience of my life. And it's been, yeah. you know, minimal politics, just focus people who just want to get shit done. How did you meet Harry's? Were you let go? Yeah. And did you see that coming at all? Oh, I knew it. How did you know it? Uh, what were the signs? I knew it was coming six months before it actually happened. Um, How did you know? It, it was over a work trip. It was us having discussions okay. about work, about the culture and stuff. And... I think I said something at that time that didn't jive very well with with the team. Do you mind sharing what you said or is it uh, confident? I think I said that I felt like we were very elitist. Yeah, there was and, a very elitist culture in the company. And then what did they say? Just, just ghosted. What do you mean? Just ever since then and... No, but like what was their reaction when you said that? Uh, they just weren't very happy. At that point, yeah, like you could tell. Did they you, say anything? You bad? could tell. Plus, their behavior got from that day onwards changed a lot. Was plus, your manager there? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, she, she was there too. And like we, we didn't want to have political discussions, but somehow or the other, it just ended up coming up. 
and we would talk about Trudeau and stuff like that. And they're just like, oh yeah, we love it. Yeah. They were saying, oh yeah, we love him, we love him. And, yeah. and I wasn't too happy with our leadership at that time. So I was like, I don't know, you, know, you, you, you guys don't like it, sure, go ahead. And the discussion about being right-winger versus left-winger came up. And I was oh, so you really got into we politics. Didn't, I didn't want to, but whenever they would ask me anything, I was like, back, yeah. I was like, no comment, right? I was like, no comment, very like neutral, just done. But the elitist comment that like, you felt like that was the... That that triggered them quite a bit. Yeah, that did tr- trigger them quite a bit. But then once... Was your contributions to the team ever a question? Or never, was it just never, that, the personality? Never. I was working my ass off over there. Right. I was doing probably, I'd say, the most work right. on the team. So it, just the personality. Just, just the... Pr- personality and and the culture mismatch because i strongly felt like there was not a place for someone from from the opposite political aisle to be there yeah that's just what i felt yeah and it was Uh, it was just a matter of time before you uh, like it was a year what that was there yeah nine and a half months yeah do they give you uh employment insurance when Mm. I, th- yeah. I think I got one, one and a half months pay, but that just got burnt to my rent because yeah. rent was bloody high over there. So you come back, how do your parents react? They're not happy, of course. That um, must be hard. They don't... Actually, parents must be better now. It's better getting laid off than quitting. <laughs> I, if you compare the, the two instances. Neither are pleasant circumstances right, to be Right, but in. if they had to... I think they were probably better with it was, that rather than... The other way around. See, like, they look at things from a safety perspective, right? Like, yeah. if you have a job, you're, you're safe, you're of secure, course. you have employment income, you have a place to stay, you can feed your, your family. Your parents always had a job or they tried to, like, run their own business? They've mostly always had jobs and they've done things on the side. But, like, for me... Yeah, like, just a side hustle. Yeah, just, like, lo- losing that, they're just like, okay, fine, you know what? Get your shit on, on track again. Like, you, yeah. this this can't keep happening. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, like, that's that's the time when I came back. I was like, man, I got to, like, take life into my own hands. Like, this is this is... It's unreasonable to like put so much effort into a company, into a job, into a this, that, and just have it blown away like that overnight. It's, 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 I was like resilient because I had been through a point where I had no money, no <coughs> friends, no income, nothing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know what? I can re- recover from this. I got a job. I'll get another job. No worries. But, but for like when I was, Thinking about it, I was like, yo, my, my entire life revolved around, you know, earning well, living well, going to fancy bars, fancy restaurants, fancy this, fancy that, like, nice apartment, nice whatever. Like, if you lose that income, your entire lifestyle is gone, completely gone. Yeah, and that income is really easy to lose It with, is with no control pe- over it. People do not realize how fragile they are. They really don't. They really don't realize it. Until they lose that income, they're just like, if your friends are also from workplace, and like, the hardest thing is messaging people who who you were friends with at work, and saying, hey, how's it going? And just getting zero responses. Well, I haven't done that, but Cause, I would assume. Because I don't know. Yeah. Cause, cause, like for me, I was like, you know. But you did that. Yeah, I was like, we used to hang out, we used to have coffee, we used to go for drinks and stuff after work. Now, like. They don't respond? No response. Wow. It's like. That hurts. Yeah, someone someone told me that uh, people at work are friendly, not necessarily your friends. Yeah. Don't know if that's true. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> take it. 
I'm be a friend. Saying, God damn it. Just not, be a just, I'm not saying just anything. Just be a friend. Just, when I heard that, I found it kind of funny. And, and, and I think that experience was so humbling. But you are right in, in that regard. I considered... This might be a hot take, but I considered... Um, Ooh. I considered people who I worked with closer than my own friends and family because I spent eight hours a day with exactly them. that and when I got into product management and that was majority of my day was in meetings mm -hmm. maybe three four hours five hours a day mm -hmm. I became really really I felt like I became super close to these people because I was spending so much time with them yep and the the hard realization was that we were spending so much time together because we were getting paid to do that right it wasn't mm -hmm. out of free will yeah that was hard to get used to it's humbling it's very very humbling and yeah that and then also yeah like a job and then losing it it's uh, uh you don't have control over no anything control. and also when you lose it no one really yeah like you have to figure it out a business is a business and it runs like a business you are they will skim the fat because they have to, right? Like imagine, imagine spending so much time at the office, earning your money, being so happy with it, going and buying nice groceries because you say, I want to feed myself well, I want to eat good food, I want to have a good drink, I want to have fun. Yeah, I agree. And now you lose that. Like, I saw Yeah, that. the amount of, it's interesting, the amount of, I remember like when I had a job, I was still trying to pay this condo, but, mm -hmm. um, the amount of financial freedom mentally you have oh, yeah. when you're getting paid well in tech, Oof. you don't appreciate it until you don't have it anymore. Yep. And then you're like, okay, yep. I guess this is why jobs are so common. Like that's why a majority of people in the world have a job yep. it's because that stable income really takes a level of stress off your head. The routine. The routine, yeah. The earning. Nine to five, yeah. The camaraderie of being on a team in a company where everyone's aligned, a family feeling, really belonging. Right. Like those are such deep traits. Like that's your tribe. Yeah. That's your and, tribe. And that's why and that's why like that's why we always I mean everyone I surrounded myself with, except maybe one mm -hmm. one friend. Mm -hmm. All of them work. No, two friends I guess, but all of them work instead of owning their own business. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why that's why you see it. So then you wonder, actually, this, this might be a good segue, maybe an ending point, but it's interesting. So, you know, all these musical artists are self-employed, right? Mm -hmm. um, so they were talking about Drake recently and how, do you know the song Going Bad with Meek Mill? No. No, no idea? No. Okay, let's skip. No. Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a big song where Meek Mill and Drake got together mm -hmm. after a beef, uh, a beef or whatever. Yeah. But that song ended up making $24 million, right? Wow. So traditionally, the record label gets a um, majority of that. Right. And then the artist gets anywhere from 13 to 15%. Tip. That's 16% royalty, right? Like a tip. Or, yeah. yeah, 13 to 16% royalty. Not bad. Not bad. But Drake is such... A smart person in his business mm -hmm. that they're projecting that he most likely got 10 million out of that 24 million Whoa. which is insane smart man and then meek mill when he asked his accountant what he got his accountant doesn't even know how much he got paid even though this is a multi-platinum album wow so then they were like well how smart is drake in his business movings because we don't we don't hear about that we yeah. only hear about the 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 cargo jets yeah the the infinite money but where did that come from yeah. and 
he is so intelligent and maybe even ruthless mm -hmm. that so there was a new album that came out with 21 savage and drake okay do you know that? Mm -hmm. it's called her loss it was like the biggest I'm, thing i'm like very like non okay. into pop culture it's okay so yeah. a new album came out i think it was last week or two weeks ago mm -hmm. it's 21 savage who's a prominent rapper and drake yeah. okay. half and half album yeah that album is produced and distributed by OVO Sound, which is Drake's label, yeah. signed to Interscope. 21 Savage has nothing on that. Like his label, wow. his sub-label, yep. no rights to that whatsoever. Business 101. Yeah. The house always this, wins, man. This, Drake is the house. The house always he's wins. He's a shark. And and you always wonder, how did he make so much money? Yep. Apparently he's been like that smart from day one. Yep. Whereas- You can no learn else, it. You yeah. can learn it. Yeah. So it's it's crazy, but we were yeah. So we were talking about Harry. So yeah, you like you get let go. How do you fall into real estate? Uh, I come back. I was very. Are you more depressed than the six no, months? No, I was. I was actually way more motivated this time around. Because yeah. you were done. You you figured out the game. Right? I was like, I figured it out, dude. Employment's never a long term play. Yeah. Never a long term play. Even though it is for your parents, right? Yeah, like they've they've had a different up upbringing, different lifestyle. Like did they me, have? All these layoffs too, or no? Ah, uh, they've pr probably. My dad had one. They've had like one or two, maybe yeah. in their career. Yeah. But even that's like nothing. And I was like, you know what? Like we're in the land of op op opportunity, whether you like to believe it or not. People set up companies here all the time. It's it's a great place to set up shop. So okay. why not? Why not like go for it? And so uh, I come back that March. I was here May first, or yeah. So end of May, beginning June, or something. I I joined Bell which is a very like random op opportunity that came up for me. Bell like doing what? Uh, I was just doing like uh, contract management and like internal procurement stuff. Okay. Very like simple job. Uh, but, but I was like, you know what? It's, it's, it's different for me. And I, was, I just want to go and just work and be in a okay. company and earn, earn some money again. Uh, so that but you want to do something for yourself. So always, you always. Wanna... That's always been the goal since Waterloo actually. But now you're way more motivated. Now I'm like, like, just now, now the, gotta find something to actually under. do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and and like what I thought was a flame was really just like a little, like a little spark, right? Yeah. Uh, so I go to Bell. Bell's a great company to work with. The the people there were like, I was just looking for great people to work with, and man, I found it there. I was I was like, I love these people. Like I I could actually call them like. Was that family. a contract position? It was for a year. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I was like, man. That was like my actually my first like long term job here in Canada ever. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I love these people so much that I, even if it's like not engineering, I'll still do it. Yeah. J just to be around good people. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had that experience, and during that time, they had a Toastmasters club that I was running, and I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, I do. Uh, so I joined them, and I was like, I have to continue my Toastmasters journey from back in Abu Dhabi, which yeah. which I used to do like long long ago, mm -hmm. uh, and I was just like reflecting a lot on my life and I was like, you know, I've been very much into this whole human side of things, mm -hmm. you know, getting laid off was, was for me re realizing that there's more to life than just work. Right. There, there's people involved, there's humans involved. Yeah. When I was at North, I know that they had let go of 150, 200 people. And you, when they were let go, you were like, oh, it's just part of business, but you never realized how they felt. I felt so how sad. How they struggled. They I felt so sad. At was, that time or now? Like now and even then. And I was like, dude, mm. these people have kids. They have kids that go to school. They need healthcare, medical care. What are they going to do? Yeah. Like that just really like broke me. And I was like, yeah. this is not 
the way things should be and business should be done in generally in a much more conscious manner so that we don't go on a hiring spree of like 500 people and then like let go of 300 like two years later that's not that's not fun right so um that happened and then i joined toastmasters and i was like you know what i gotta do something to be more interactive with with people because i was very much into that and i was like you know what engineering is fine like it's good to have a degree and stuff but i want to be very much more one-on-one with people building relationships helping them uh really like working from the heart less so you know was real estate a a natural it was it was it it just came up out of nowhere i was like i i got into it while i was at bell during covid time i was like i want to do something to work with people how did you get into it into what the course uh, yeah, 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 like I took the certification. I mean, I, I just enrolled for the course and and how much was it? By the end of it, I paid probably six six thousand seven thousand bucks. So, uh, you like that requires quite a bit of mental effort to give that money mm-hmm. up. So, how did you come to the realization that I'm gonna spend six thousand getting a license? I didn't even think about it. I just, I just did it because you were like, I need to find something to. I want to serve people. I want to help people. I want to do something that's not about me. It's because everyone does it for the money. A lot of people do, do it for the money. Is there money? There is money. There is? There is money. And is it, is, it, is it money on average or is it just for a select few people at the top? Most people can make a very good income doing it. Full time? No. Then? Like, most agents don't do that many deals in a year. But for me, it was... So, being the contrarian and the outspoken person that I am, I would see a lot of people going into the program who were just like, there's a lot of money in real estate, there's a lot of money in real estate, there's a lot of money in real estate. But I had a lot of bad experiences in the trade when I was like looking to lease or whatever. Like it was just like a transactional thing. And I feel like there's a lot more human emotion involved in a deal. Right. And that is what I, what I, I personally wanted to bring in was that, that hard aspect to it. Do you have a TikTok? No. Why don't you? I stopped social media last month. But you, you still post on Facebook. I do post on Facebook once in a while, but I'm just like, in general, I want people to be living more okay. eyes open in the real world lives. Okay. I've, I've, I've worked at big tech. I know what, or even YouTube shorts. Cause I know like those are the ones which I actually like do, do not like personally. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't like in, instantaneous things. That's fair. I like more deep conversations, deep discussions. That's why I have a, a podcast. Um, What's the podcast name? Salad with Sam Show. Nice. And is it you and a co-host? Just me. Just you. Just how me. often do you do it? Uh, I should be doing it once a week. Are you doing it once a week? I'm a, I'm I'm on a bit of a hiatus for some personal personal home stuff, but that's fair. Yeah. I we we try to do this once a week, but it's yeah. very very difficult. Like it's not I easy. went to Hawaii yeah. last week. It was hard to do, but we're back again. But yeah, it's a uh, once a week seems very very easy because like you have six mm-hmm. days, mm-hmm. but it is it is quite a bit. Just arranging, getting everything together, then post editing. There's a lot. What of do you edit it? I, I don't really edit it. I I, okay, I just go raw, just raw. Add in. Do you snip pictures. it up into shorts as well or no? Nope. Okay. Just keeping it simple. Just one thing. Just record, okay. entry sound, exit sound, upload. On your phone? Uh, or on a PC? I could do it on my phone actually if I really want to do it, uh, but I. Do it on like GarageBand. Nice. Yeah. Is it a video? Nope. Or audio. just sound? Audio. And it's you're audio. it on Spotify? Yep. Nice. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. How many listeners does it have? 
I don't know. Ten? I just do it because I want to do it. No, it's fair. Yeah. yeah. I don't. But I bother. like ever since I tried, I started trying to do social media mm-hmm. uh, full time. I've been really obviously you have to be yeah into your metrics definitely how definitely yeah. But it's crazy how low views the podcast might get. But if you edit it into shorts, mm-hmm. you can really strike yeah for a few thousand. I know. But anyways, I, I we might that. end it here because it's Go getting it. a little long. And we'll talk offline. Cool, but man. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for having me, Abby. No problem. Pleasure. It's and been a pleasure. A, another proper podcast by your real estate. Yes. Like, yes, for sure. Now would be a bit more serious. But I hope well, you guys enjoyed it. Probably Thanks for joining in. What do you think the, the title should be? Cali or Bust? Uh, or the Waterloo Experience? I feel like it's busted but made it. No, but is it? should it be the Waterloo Experience? Or yeah. should it be Cali or Bust? Yeah, I do Cali or Bust. A lot of us, we did talk a lot about the Waterloo experience. Exactly, so yeah. that's, that's probably going to be the, the thing. And then we'll have to come up with a, a good thumbnail for it. Too. We'll but do something anyways, else. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you guys. Take care. Peace.